<laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Don't walk outside with a metal rod in your hand if it's lightning. It's not a very wise decision. I personally have been struck by lightning twice now. Luckily, I was wearing my rubber boots the one time and the other time I was carrying around a dolphin figurine that was made completely of rubber. That's all that saved me. Oh, I am so excited for wrestling tonight. Oh, it was made official right after the show. There's rumors of it. It's happening. Now, now, now my bullshit meter's going off, and I'm sorry to start the show with wrestling, folks, here on a beautiful, gorgeous, rainy... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! But look, my favorite tag team, half of it passed away last week, and his brother, the entertaining one, on the microphone... Mark Briscoe is going to be on AEW tonight wrestling, and I can't wait. I call bullshit on Tony, and they're going to do a whole tribute show to his brother. Hmm, who was calling for that last week? That's not an executive at Warner Brothers. It's the executive producers of that show that are a bunch of butthurt pussies that are shitty at wrestling. And I can't wait. But hey. Hey, that's tonight. Let me say good morning and happy Pump Day! Pump Day! Pump Day! To you, ass family, do we have a big show in front of us or what? Let's say some good mornings. First one here is Scott. He says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Good morning to you as well. Andrew says, happy Pump Day! Ass family, straight fire all up in the house. Well, Lottie frickin' die! He says, today's show of ass will be like all other days of ass. Freaking excellent. Well, thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska says, happy Pump Day! Ass family, Hangtown Jen is all up in the house. And she says, morning ass, happy Guess what day it is? Pump Day. There it is. Okay, uh... Oh, uh, uh, Jen, we, we got to play you. Uh, today's your, your the Arabian Sunrise. See, th- this is what you get to do when you join this show. You learn stuff like the Arabian Sunrise. Arabian goggles. I'm sorry, goggles. The act of placing one's fun sack on the eyes of someone while they're sleeping. Once awake, they will wake up to find sweaty balls blocking the morning sunlight. There you go. Arabian goggles, not the Arabian sunrise, Arabian goggles. But there, you you learned what it is. See, that's what we do here on the show. Golly, man, oh man, I I I feel like I'm I'm kind of a professor. I don't know. Maybe I should get a doctorate in broadcasting and comedy. I I don't know, or an honorary one. I I don't know. Uh, let's see. Hangtown Mike says, "Morning, Arnie and ha- and ass family." Mike, good morning to you, my friend. Had a lovely baseball conversation with you. Courtney says, good morning. I'm new to the Ash family, and I love it here. Well, holy shit, we got somebody new. Somebody new. Oh, my God. Who the fuck starts a conversation like that? I just sat down. You just stop that right there, sir. Welcome to the show. I, I, Courtney, uh... Well, whoop de freaking do I mean, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, I hope you stay forever and you'll love the show. 
Uh, the good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Another great day to look forward to and listen to the best broadcaster in the world. In the I need a belt then. I need to get me a wrestling belt made. <laughs> Not gay ass guy says, morning and thanks, Arn. I feel so important getting my email reminder to tune in. Well, there you go. Look at this. Straight Fire says, welcome, Courtney. This is what I love about the ass family. When we get new members, we don't fucking shoo them off. We don't call them bad names. We welcome them on in. Uh, and a lot like this guy. This guy right here. I, I love it. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Mage. He says, good morning, ass. And AIG Japanese word of the day is mura no jetsen sha. Uh, translation, the village bicycle. <laughs> Thank you. I was, you know, I, I was sitting, Mage. I was actually sitting uh, yesterday in my recliner. I was watching TV, and I thought to myself, you know, how do they say the village bicycle in Japanese? And sure enough, there it is. Mura no Jensana. See, once again, once again, the opportunity to learn. I can swear and teach at the same time. Hangtown Mike says, glad to have you join the ass family, Courtney. There we go. It rised. It rised is all up in the house. K-L-A-H-O-M-O, Oklahoma. Go. Good morning on snow day two in Oklahoma. Uh, hang down, Mike says, I miss the snow. Oh, I hate snow so much. Gold says, morning, y'all. We know what day it is. You goddamn right. It is hump day. Uh, it's only hump day if you have a partner. Douglas says, good morning. What day is it again? Well, my friend, let me tell you what day it is. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Derek says, good morning, ass family, and happy hump day. Sassy Pammy's all up in the house. She says, good morning. Longhorn Wiener Dog says, good morning, y'all. It's my Friday, and OU still sucks. Amen to that. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only, bratty kid is all up in the house. Oh, I got to fart real bad, and I got to shit real bad, and I'm afraid if I fart, I'm going to shit. There are only two outcomes in this situation, and they both include the fire department. Oh. Man, well, I hope your day gets better. Derek says, welcome to the show, Courtney. Stinkfist says, good morning. Welcome, Courtney. Uh, Doug says, America. Courtney says, thank you. Just say hello like Adele. God damn it. God, you got me early in the show today with that one. You know I'm reading these fast. Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. Thank you. I know it's you. You're a pig. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to No, meet no, I wouldn't. I, I, I don't want to meet you. Uh, by the way, a little bit of the misogyny has turned up today. I, I, I'm just letting you know because I'm in a mood. I'm in a great mood because of wrestling tonight, but I'm in a mood. But we have to first start with a couple of listener mails. Now, I, I usually we do listener mail on Tuesday, but if we get some in Tuesday night, I'll do it on Wednesday. 
You know, listener mail is brought to you by our dear friends over at JS Floors. We aren't going to do the whole setup here. They're just really, really good people, unlike the rest that are bad people that like to sell uh, elderly people in, in sex trafficking rings. It's disgusting. JS Floors doesn't do that. No, JS Floors just puts in floors. Give them a call at 775-267-4123. Um, let's see. Since we got two of them, I, I kind of got to do, you know, the, the whole thing, you know, the... Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. Mm-hmm. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? This is from uh, listener Mike. It says, Dear Arnie, Yesterday I was at the store and say the Farmer John ham steak on sale and bought. Saw the, saw the Farmer John ham steak on sale and bought it. Tonight, I grilled up the steak and added some spicy mustard on the side. It was very good. I'm writing to ask that you give ham another chance. Maybe grill it. Enclosed is a picture of the ham on the grill. Well, uh, thank you. I appreciate this. I I laughed about this last week because y'all got so mad at me because I don't really like ham. Now, I appreciate the, the photo of a piece of ham. On a grill. I do. I really do appreciate that. I still don't like ham. I'm glad. That, that, look at it this way, Mike. If I don't eat ham, there's more ham for you. You see, if you said you were a fan of Dr. Pepper, you and I would be rivals. Why? Because I want to drink more Dr. Pepper than you. Ham? You, you can have it. And, and, and I'm glad you grilled it up, man. That's cool. Uh, I want to see it. I don't know if I can... Uh, Maybe I'll save this and I'll put this on my 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 Instagram page today. <laughs> well, damn! Letter writer even included food porn, deep fried ham. Probably not, dude. You say Arabian sunrise, and my curiosity was piqued. I love me a sunrise, but I fake hate goggles. Hard pass on the goggles. Buenos dias, ogre, my friend. Now uh, there's another uh, one more email here. So uh, yeah, Mike, I'm glad you love your ham. Eat more ham, buddy. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, Unless it's a ham sandwich. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Yeah, Arnie likes ham as much as I like hot dogs. I I don't understand how you can be such a baseball savant and hate hot dogs. Unbelievable. But, hey, that means more hot dogs for me. Uh, This is from Martha. It says, hey, Arnie. I know you said you really have no idea about what's going on with that one show you used to be on. Everybody asked me. Everybody asked me. I don't know. I'm not in their lives. I don't care about them. But I'll answer your email. Do you think it has anything to do with that person that just left? You are so much better on your own, and I can't imagine not listening to you each and every day. Keep it up, Martha. Well, thank you, Martha. I really do appreciate that, and I'm not going anywhere. I, uh, Like I said, I have no idea. I, uh, wh- who just left? The, 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 the thing related to him. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. The broadcaster related to him. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, like I said, I have no idea. Now I have like a million things running through my head. Uh, that was not my mic. He made a steak last night. Oh, I know. I know it wasn't, Jen. 
uh, eat more ham was going to be uh, Chick-fil-A's upgraded slogan, but they don't want to offend Jews and Muslims. Instead, they go stick with get less abortions. Douglas says that show ended years ago. All right. All right. All right. Big show to get to today. We got to start with something that uh, is really touching me because I do like to cook at home. Uh, nobody makes better steak than me, in my opinion, at restaurants. Um, like I, I've, I've bragged about, and I had another one this morning. I, I had the ultimate breakfast this morning. Poached egg on top of uh, uh, the toaster scramble from, from Pillsbury on top of a hash brown. It doesn't get better than that. That, that. that is the breakfast of all breakfasts right there. And you need eggs and all this stuff. You know, oh, you can buy, you know, if you're an egg farmer, you're going to be, you know, buying property everywhere because you're so rich now, all this kind of stuff. <sighs> Federal government is doing it once again to the farmers of this country, the people that feed us. Now, I let you in a few weeks ago about something I learned about the cattle industry by watching a television show, a popular television show, that the ranchers can sell a head of cattle for $4,000 and they're done. It's, it, it's out. That cattle, once it's fucking all cut up and everything's done to it, probably worth about $100,000, $150,000, depending on what kind of restaurants you sell to. Yet the farmer only gets four grand. Farmer did all the work. Now, I under, I'm not trying to put down people that work in, in meat factories and things like that. I, I understand you work hard, and I respect you. But the farmer gets kicked in the nuts, and now they're doing it again. Oh, let's not forget the new laws that they put in place, especially in California, why your bacon and eggs are so much more expensive now, is because the pens have to be so much larger because they don't want the little piggies too close to each other, and they don't want the chickens too close to each other. Because, you know, they have rights. Um, the Waters of the United States, WOTUS, it's a new rule finalized earlier this month that reinstated the Environmental Protection Agency's regulations from the pre-Trump era that protected small streams, wetlands, and waterways as part of the Clean Water Act. The Biden administration has put forward their rule, set to hand down a ruling on the case, which means farmers are going to have to find other ways to get water. Once again, um, bacon actually isn't expensive. I think there was a pause on that law. Okay, all right. I don't think that we should give farmers and ranchers carte blanche when it comes to environmental issues and things like that. I don't know if there is a a more environmental person than a rancher or a farmer. And I say that because, well, that's how they make their living, is off the land, off the environment. And yet we continue to restrict them. Do, do you know how hard? I, I, I can't even imagine 
how hard it is to be an actual farmer. I can't. I don't want to. You know why? Because I don't want to work that hard. I don't. I'm a 51-year-old man. I sure as shit don't want to work that hard now. I mean, they, they are the epitome of getting up early and working late and then going to bed. Um, we need to help farmers be as able to process and distribute things themselves, get rid of the middlemen. But, Arnie, it's easier for independent farmers to go belly up and let big corporations take over the process. Why, you ask? Because big corporations can donate to election war chests and small farmers cannot. And that right there... Correct the mundo! It's not easy, let me tell you. I, I know, look, I'm not even going to pretend. I don't know what it's like to be a black guy in America, and I don't know what it's like to be a farmer. And I'm not equating the two. I'm just saying I don't have any clue. I don't have a clue what it's like to be a woman in the workplace. I don't know what it's like to be an orphan. I don't know any of those things. There, there's some things I do know. I know what it's like to be a fat alcoholic. I know what it's like to be addicted to pills. <laughs> I know what it's like to get your, you know, stabbed in the back a number of times. I just don't understand. You know, you got these people that they say they love American, they love the environment, and they love this and they love that. And, Ogre, you're absolutely right. It comes down to the small farmers have to sell to the bigger corporations who don't care about the land. You see, this is the thing. Do we not remember? Did, did not everybody take earth science in, in, in school? You see, there are only so many times that you can you can – grow and plow certain parts of the land and then you have to take a break otherwise you've raped the land big corporations don't care about that they're going to use it until it's dry and then they're going to end up when all that farmland is used up guess what they're going to sell it for fucking houses and all kinds of shit People don't care about the ground. They only, the, it's only the air environment, yeah? Uh, I, I found this story, and I was just like, you know what? I, I, I don't even need to read the story. If we are putting restrictions on farmers out there, I, I don't think that's the way to go. I, I just don't. And that's my humble opinion. You can disagree with me. You can say whatever you want. Look, this is the – Courtney has me remembering that every day I have somebody new listening to this show. And there are certain things I have to explain, certain things I have to do. And I hope I, I, I don't want you guys, the, the, the OG-ass family, to think I'm talking down. I'm just re-explaining some things. I don't understand it. And I like to ask questions. And, and, and honestly, the other day when I made that uh, phone call to the trans people, but nobody, um, nobody answered. I, I, I talked to a friend of mine who didn't think it was as funny as I thought. Now, he he happens to be a part of that, that group, and, and I, I love him. I don't care. I've gotten to the point where I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You, you want to you date guys? Go ahead, date guys. If that's what makes you happy. See, I'm all about making people happy. And not me. you got to make yourself happy, and that's doing that, and that's fine. What makes me happy is asking funny questions. Now, that is a legitimate question. And a lot of people were like, I told my buddy Dan on the phone, I said, I told him about the call where I was going to ask, 
if a trans man's balls, if they actually itch. And he's like, he's like, wait a second, do they get those or do they just get the twig? And I, I see it, it inspires a conversation. And that's the most important thing you can do. And I don't care that it's a funny, and you might think it's a hateful question. And I was going out of my way to be mean-spirited, and I'm not going to lie. But that's a legit question. Bumper crops. Is that, that, did I get that right? I got that right, yeah. So stupid. So stupid. Now let's get into the idiots in our society. And let's start first with Corrine Jean-Pierre, who said something yesterday that could be the dumbest thing ever said. And I know that that's saying a lot. That's saying a whole lot. Hold on. Let me pause her and then fucking pot her up because it can't come fucking pot it up. Now, House Republicans are using their narrow majority to force the American people to pay higher gas prices just as big oil companies are amassing record profits. Wait, 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 what? What? Wait, 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 huh? Hear that again? House Republicans are using their narrow majority to force the American people to pay higher gas prices just as big oil companies are amassing record profits. What's even more alarming is that this isn't this is only this is not the only attempt by House Republicans majority to raise costs on middle middle class families. House Republicans are also pushing a tax increase on middle class families and um, uh, uh, first and foremost uh, we're, 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 we're stupid here. Where, where's my girl here? Blob. Um, How dare you? The Republicans are trying to raise gas prices. Really? Really? The Republicans who have gone out of their way for the last two and a half years to talk about gas prices, and do you know why gas prices are so high? It's because we're reliant on foreign fucking oil. Something that her boss, her daddy, did. And she just goes up there, and and by the way, I haven't seen a Peter Ducey uh, call out on this yet. We're the fact checkers. We're the people saying, no, that's not true. Nobody's coming out and saying anything. I am. You've got to be kidding me. The Republicans with their, and, and by the way, I love the, the slide. Uh, with their narrow majority in the House. Hey, the Democrats have a narrow majority in the Senate. <laughs> I figured if you're getting the twig that you're also having the super bouncy balls from the vending machine installed. Well, I mean, look, 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 and I'm not equating, but before anybody says anything, I am not equating trans people to dogs. But you know when you neuter your dog, um, they make fake testicles for dogs, and they sew them on and they put them in there. They, they ain't got that. I mean, what am I paying for then? 
Uh, I thought Ukraine war was to blame. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Vladimir Putin, too. Yeah. When gas goes down, Biden did it. When it goes up, the Republicans' fault. Yeah. Hold on, Arnie. Maybe she doesn't know the Senate is still held by Democrats, and, and as is the president. Derek says her pants are on fire. Yeah, don't you remember seeing Mitch McConnell, Ted Cruz, Dan Crenshaw, Lowen Barbert atop the Keystone Pipeline protesting oil and doing rain dances with the Native Americans? I totally remember that. Uh, Alicia is in the house. Oh, my God. Hold on a second here. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo, pay me. Oh, welcome to the show this morning, Alicia. Battleborn in Nebraska says it's the new narrative. Swoosh, good morning to you, my friend. No, I, I'm not going to make this a new narrative. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to allow it. I know they're pushing for it, and you're absolutely right. They're pushing for it. Douglas says, I just got paid for my shit. What, you donated shit? Oh, this is fucking fantastic. I, I understand that this will try to be their new narrative is that these evil Republicans in the House, they're trying to waste America's time by co- drubbing up all this stuff. And look, let, let me just say this right now. I had nut cancer and was offered a uh, Nerf nut prosthetic. I declined, still got one. Whoa, you can do that? I'm a fucking millionaire soon. I know, man. Good Lord. If, and if you're having problems going, get some magnesium. Boy, oh boy. All I need is another bottle of magnesium, and I can make a billion dollars. I was at work while pooping, so yeah. Okay, I got you now. Holy shit, Lance Armstrong listens to this show. Um, I don't have anything on the documents that were found at... Um, Dipshit's house, uh, Mike Pence's house. Let me let me just tell you this right now. There was a story that I saw early this morning. Whitewash, top of the morning to you too, my friend. Um, that Jimmy Carter has come out and said that a few years after he was out of office, he found classified documents and he turned them in right away. Blah blah blah. By the way, why has nobody talked to Barack Obama? Psst. Hey Brock, uh, do do you happen to have? I mean, I mean, is he staying in all the time? Is it, does he no longer go out? Because I mean, I would ask, hey, hey, Mister uh, Former President, uh, do you have any uh, classified documents at your residence? Because it seems like all these motherfuckers have them. President Bush, do you have any classified documents at, at your your ranch or in your library at SMU? You know it costs money to go into that library? That's bullshit. I wanted to go to the Bush Library. I I like presidential libraries. LBJ libraries at UT. I won't go to the uh, old man Bush Library because that's at A&M. But W's is up here at SMU. I want to go there, but they're like $25 again. I'm like, $25 to go to a library? Are you out of your goddamn mind? $25 for a library. I didn't even like to go to the library when it was free. 
Uh, Barry kept his docks at Joe's house. You know, it wouldn't be as big of a deal had the Dems not tried to use it against Trump. That, this is the most in, one of the more interesting things I've seen. Because, look here, Donald Trump, I and yesterday a poll was released saying that he's ahead of Biden in, in the most, but they don't put DeSantis in there. Do I think Donald Trump took shit with him that he didn't have that he didn't have the clearance to take? Absolutely, I do. And look, look, I voted for Trump twice. Uh, I like Donald Trump. I don't know if I necessarily like him as the next president. I like him. And by the way, all the Trump supporters, you hear me say that? Oh, you're you're not you're anti-Trump. I'm not anti-Trump. I just think it's passed him by. I think I I think that the country is so sour on him. Here's the thing, the reason why I'm not with, you know, I'm not jumping on board wholeheartedly with it. it, Now, if he runs, will I vote for him? Yes. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. I've seen so many videos recently of people interviewing people on the street. And look, from my naive mind, I want to say that they're real and they're true. Um. But they, t- they bring up all these terrible quotes that Joe Biden has said, shit like this. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's uh-huh. death did. And, uh, and they, they say, who said that, Biden or Trump? And they bring up all these racial things that Joe Biden said about kids going to school in the jungle. Oh, Trump said that. And then when they say, they, when the reporter goes, no, here's the, and they'll show them and it's quoted and all that, they go, oh, this isn't real. Joe Biden said all that shit. Joe Biden is not a good, look, you, you don't believe me? All right. All right, here you go. Here's Joe Biden. I don't know what year this is, but this is before he was the president. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law, the Defense of Marriage Act, where we've all voted, not where I voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman, and states must respect that. What? Nobody's violated that law. There's been no challenge to that law. Why do we need a constitutional amendment? Marriage is between a man and a woman. What's the game going on here? And I can't, I can't believe. Does anybody want to tell me why he hasn't been canceled for that clip? Like I said, it's an older clip. He still has hair because his hair's falling out now. Why hasn't he been canceled for that? That happened about 10, 15 years ago probably. Interesting, isn't it? Uh, let's see. Uh, the Biden administration opened this Pandora's box. They sure as shit did. He's busy in that nice-ass Martha's Vineyard mansion he recently bought. Yeah, with all those fucking illegal immigrants there. He only goes out at night and doesn't smile. Not gay-ass guy. Gay guy can't say that. Um, No, Jenna has them now. They'll be on the Today Show soon. (laughs) Why is it even possible to remove top-secret documents from a secured facility in D.C.? Great question. Word on the street is the last batch of documents in Joe's house wasn't a dozen. It was about 1,850. Yeah, that's what I've heard. 
They were there for 13 hours. They were there for 13 hours but only found six documents. Somebody's lying. We need a president closer to 50 than 80, even younger, please. Fuck. Not too young. Come on. Let, let's keep that th- up way above 35. I, I'll say 42 is as low I'll go. Uh, Braddy Kid says that will get you doing hard time for 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, if you quote the president on fucking Facebook. Grandpa president is just embarrassing because we don't have a Joe Biden. We have a doppelganger stand-in puppet. Career politicians are ruining this country spelled correctly. Wow, he spelled it C-U-N-T-R-Y. 1,850 pages? Yes, 1,850 documents. That's That's the rumor. Now, you remember last year we all liked this one Democrat, Joe Manchin? We are like, Joe Manchin from West Virginia, and he's from West Virginia. That makes this story even more baffling. For some reason, this 75-year-old West Virginia senator, Joe Manchin, went to that 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 uh that summit in Davos, Switzerland last week, you know the 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 big one with all the rich people and all that kind of stuff. He was there. Now, what does going to Davos, Scotland or Switzerland, sorry. How does that benefit the good folks of West Virginia? I mean, do they, do they have better meth there? And he's, he's, he's finding a way to secure the meth from Switzerland to go to West Virginia. The incestual sex is better in Switzerland, and he's trying to figure a way to teach the good folks of West Virginia that. Manchin was hired to sing Country Roads. Well, here's the thing. He spent a week there. That's seven days. And racked up a dining bill. Are you ready for this? Hold on, I, I need the, the appropriate music. His dining bill over seven days was one million dollars. <laughs> now I want to know what the fuck he was eating. He paid a million dollars in fine dining. What what do they have? Do they have the 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 cancer curing macaroni and cheese that we we've all heard of? I mean, holy shit! A million dollars. Let let's go through this. He's a busy guy. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. That lunch is probably a snack. Kind of get on the road thing there. So breakfast and dinner. We'll we'll say that fourteen meals. All right, get, get the calculator out. Fourteen meals. Uh, okay, a million. Divided by 14 equals $71,000 a meal. Now, I want to know what, what breakfast 
will ever cost you $71,428.57. I mean, God damn. This is Joe Manchin. Yes, Joe Manchin did this. The same guy. I guess he's a big foodie because... He bought a houseboat, which he docks in D.C. in 2014 for $220,000. Now, he also drives a fucking, this 70-year-old man from West Virginia drives a Maserati. (laughs) Boy, he is such a great representative of the great people of West Virginia. Don't ever watch a documentary called The Wild World of the Whites. Don't watch that. Don't see these specials about these inbred people that do live in the hills of West Virginia. All you need to know about West Virginia is that their senator there, that bitch can spend $70,000 on a breakfast. Is he eating pterodactyl eggs? Was he eating dolphins and manatees? What the fuck? Was he eating sushi off naked women and getting the Hunter Biden experience after that? Manchin went to get all these European transplants who want to move to West Virginia after watching Next of Kin. I I mean, that's insanity. He spent a million dollars. And look here, I don't care what you spend money on. But you got some explaining to do if you're a fucking United States senator and you spend a billion dollars eating in Switzerland. I mean, you did not go to McDonald's. Not once. Do you even know what a McDonald's is? Wow, yeah. Oh, funny how a public servant can afford these things. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because the next story is something that I I actually have to take my hat and and tip it to some of the Republicans out there um, because I I agree with this. And, and, oh, by the way, by the way, we have a, uh, a new thing now. If we ever say Nancy Pelosi's name... When the last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. Yeah, we, we have to play that. Um, a Republican in the U.S. Senate is looking to prevent lawmakers and their spouses from trading stocks on which of the officials have privileged information. And the senator from the great state of Missouri has introduced... The Pelosi. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. Act. Officially preventing elected leaders from owning securities and investments acts, requiring members and their spouses to divest any holdings or put them in a blind trust within six months of entering office. Let me just say... Now, I believe, I believe that this will not even see the light 
of the House of Representatives because this is a bill that is being uh, pushed forward in the Senate. I don't think it gets through the Senate. I don't think these rich Congress people, and I'm going to tell you why, the, the, these rich Congress people that all kind of looked away and we closed America down, but, man, they they all seemed in the Beltway, the, the area they call around Washington, D.C. Do you know that is the richest place in America and one of the richest communities in the world? And it's not because they all have great jobs in Washington. It's because they invest and they have insider trading knowledge. I'll say it. I'll, I'll, I'll fucking run in all the, the lot of them. When they know they're going to make something illegal, if they have a lot of stocks in it and they know that stock is going to shit the bed, they sell it off. That's illegal. I love the fact that somebody actually had the balls to bring this forward. And even the balls to call it the Pelosi. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. Act. I love it. I think it's a great idea. I think it's awesome. I think that's correct. It's not going to get through. It's not going to get through. Because too many politicians do exactly what Nancy Pelosi did, and that's why no one called her out. Why? It, ask yourself this. Let's see what do they say now. Hold on a second here. Um, what is it? Okay. Ask yourself this. Hold on a second here. Let let, let me do one more thing. One more thing here. Okay. If you make $223,000 a year, and that's what the Speaker of the House makes. But you live in San Francisco, which means you're going to be taxed. That's only You're only making about $100,000 a year after all your taxes are taken out. Now, is that enough to get by in San Francisco? Hmm. It's going to be close. Oh, but not to worry. So a woman who has a job that pays $223,000 a year is somehow worth 115 Oh, that was in 2018. I apologize. Hold the phone here. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Now, she's worth, how does she have a monthly income of a million dollars? Because she's worth 135 million dollars how, how how does that work huh 
I wonder when Joe Manchin was using the Lou and Davos he hummed, I took a dump at work. Feinstein has been doing that and rewarding her husband's company with contract after contract, and they also reward the Pelosi family as well. I'm sorry. I apologize. The Pelosi. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. You make six digits in San Francisco, most people are considered poor. That's what I was thinking. But she has a big house there. All kinds of shit. You know, the house where her husband was attacked by the, the gay prostitute he hired, allegedly. By the way, uh, there are further reports coming out that Paul Pelosi answered the door. You know, we already knew that, but he was only wearing his underwear. By the way, still haven't seen any body cam from that. Isn't that weird? Oh, because this is an, uh, a, an interest of national security? I'm not buying that. How is Paul Pelosi getting beat up by a male hooker? Something to do with, 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 with national security. By the way, what was the name of the guy in the car when Paul Pelosi got in his DUI? Oh, that's right. It was a guy that ran away. Yeah, where's the body cam or the house footage? No, I, I no, I don't really want to see Paul Pelosi in his tidy whities but this whole story, see this is this is my beef. This is this is my beef. This is why I come into work. Because I want to speak up for the people. I'm tired of our intelligence being insulted. We're not that stupid. A black kid gets shot 15 times by police in Sacramento, and I can I can pretty much tell you the exact footage. But there's no footage of this? In the same city where they mandated cameras before pretty much anybody else because somebody who was riding the fucking BART system, the BART cops are what started this because the BART cop fucking put a slug in the dude's back and he said, oh, I thought it was my taser. Now, come on. Don't insult our intelligence. And that's what they do. They keep doing it day after day after day after day. And you know what? You know why they do it? It's because nobody calls them out. People like Peter Ducey are, are not, they, there aren't enough people like him. And look, he, I don't hold him up on, a, on this great big pedestal thinking he's the greatest journalist in the world because there are no more journalists in the world. What must have gone through his head when he chose Nancy as his beard? Well, from what I understand, she was from a very affluent family in the Bay Area. He was from a very affluent family in the Bay Area. And it was kind of set up. According to 2020 election, 80 million people in this country are stupid. Once again, insulting our intelligence. I mean, we're sitting there watching the election happen. And all of a sudden, well, they're going to stop counting. Yeah, the camera's gone off. I mean, hey, Nevada. Where are my fine folks in Nevada? 
what's ever happened with that uh, that footage? You know, where they they were counting the ballots, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the the camera went out for like four and a half hours, and lo and behold, the Republican didn't win the Senate seat there. Huh, man. How can you be the Speaker of the House and have so many camera security systems and not be able to see when an attacker is about to enter your house? I have a shit ring camera and I can see everything. I think most Americans realize that this was a trick gone wrong. And you know what? All you got to do is admit it to us. Hey, Paul Pelosi, he likes to putt from the rough. No problem, man. He's a gay dude. Fuck, I would be too if Nancy, if Nancy Pelosi. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. If she was my wife, oh yeah, I'd, I'd be, I'd be balls deep in some dude. I'm just telling you that right now. Triple T says nothing came of it. Interesting. But once again, it, it it's not. It, you know what? It's an assault on our intelligence now. I'm no longer going to be saying they're insulting. They're assaulting our intelligence now. Now, I will say that yesterday, for the first time in a long time, I felt like my government was actually not only doing their jobs, but working for me. Because yesterday was the day that the Senate got to sit down with the assholes that run Ticketmaster. And I have a couple clips to play for uh, from that. It's very interesting. If this thing will work here. Um, things that were said, like this. So I think that it was driven by his, uh, the, the court. This is Jerry Mickelson, the CEO and president of Jam Production. Corporate bottom line in the Taylor Swift fiasco, Ticketmaster's bottom line. When they set the tickets up for sale, um, there's two ways you can do that. You can set the tickets so that they are best available, which means that you'll sell more tickets because the fans don't have a choice, or you can do pick a seat where it slows the process down. The process, when it's slowed down, increases the money that Ticketmaster makes because they make money on fees, and as the ticket prices go up due to dynamically priced tickets, Ticketmaster makes more to that. So it's to their advantage to slow the now, this happened process down and to do pick a seat so that it created the frenzy that drove the prices up, which again, they're getting, Ticketmaster's getting a percentage of that fee. And the higher the ticket price, the higher the fee. So that's part one. Part two is this. Um, they had an artist on. I, I, I don't know who he was. Uh, I, obviously, some kind of like pop or indie guy. And he was talking about a concert they had put on. And the tickets, the artist gets a say in what the ticket prices are. And the artist said, $30 is the max we want to charge. $30. Ticketmaster, who owns a majority of the venues around uh, with Live Nation, you see, they, they, they teamed up and they're together now. And this is what we call a monopoly. Because Ticketmaster, who's in cahoots with Live Nation, owns a majority of all venues around this country. 
So that means if you want to use that venue, you have to use Ticketmaster. And Ticketmaster then puts in their fees. Now, I don't know what these fees cover. But these fees can made those tickets go from um, $30 all the way up to $55. Now, here's a really interesting thing. You'll like this. And, and you people who have gone to concerts, you know this. Let's say something happens to the artist, God forbid, and they can't make that show. And they cancel it. You go to turn your tickets in, you know, the ones you paid $55 for, and you're going to get $60 back. Not 110 because those service fees, those are A, non-negotiable, and B, non-refundable. Ticketmaster is going to make almost as much as the artist made for not even doing the show. They get paid even though the show doesn't happen. What was the other thing before I play the last sound? Because uh, this senator, I like him. I, I forget what his name. I think it's John Kennedy, and he's a Republican. He's a Southern guy. I'm going to play him here in a second. Um, the Oh, they had the CEO from Ticketmaster on, a real swarmy guy. And fee on the Niners-Dallas game was $120. That's ridiculous. They had him on, and he blamed, oh, the reason why we had this big fiasco was all the bots, meaning fake accounts, fake, no, and and let me just say real quick to that, that is a (laughs) lie. Netflix is doing something now. They're cracking down on people that share their passwords. So if you've given your password out to like 15 people, then they're cracking down on you. Oh, people wouldn't do that. Well, that's why they're cracking down on it, because Netflix is losing money. The only way you could get in to purchase Taylor Swift tickets, and I know this because Braddy Kidd spent literally nine and a half hours on the phone trying to get these tickets. And the only way you could get in to buy the tickets, it wasn't just a first-come, first-served Ticketmaster thing, no. To get the number for that ticket, you had to put in a password. These passwords are sent out to people that have accounts already. Oh, that's the other thing. Um, If you want to sell your tickets or you buy tickets on StubHub, do you know you have to have a membership to Ticketmaster first? Or you have to have an account with Ticketmaster first? So Ticketmaster makes money not only on the sale of the original ticket and the fees, but then when it gets to the secondary market, you have to pay fees there too. So guess what? Ticketmaster is making money on those fees through their minor company, StubHub. What happened with Taylor Swift was people got passwords and they handed those passwords out to their friends. I know this happens. I know this happened for a fact. And that's what happened. 
to the, the throngs of people they sent a real passwords to, those people shared that password. Stinkfist says, we got really lucky. It took us 15 minutes to get my daughter's tickets. Congratulations. Well, if I share with, like, two people, like, Netflix cracks down or they, uh, they can fuck off. I'd be okay with fees, maybe 1% or so face value, not 40 to 50%, which is the highest I've ever seen. Uh, Sora's dad, I, I see you're coming here. I'm going to get back to it here in, in just a second. Um, this is the, the senator that I was talking about. He brings up something great, something fantastic. And, by the way, this would be the way to do it, but then Ticketmaster wouldn't make as much money. What if we adopt a rule that said uh, tickets to a Taylor Swift concert or Mr. Lawrence's band's concert are non-transferable. Ooh. Now, you're, gonna, you're not going to have a problem with bots, okay? If you've got a scalper trying to buy 2,000 tickets, they don't want 2,000 tickets. They want a profit. And it'll hold down ticket prices. Why don't we do that? Hmm? Don't everybody jump in at once. <laughs> what if we adopt a rule that said uh, tickets? Yes, that is Senator John Kennedy. <laughs> Fuck you too, Stinkfist. <laughs> Boy, that's a novel idea, isn't it? By the way, it'll never happen. That will never happen. Remember yesterday how, how I was talking about we built industries? <clears throat> the the global warming industry, the climate change industry, um, recycling all that. It's an industry. I, I forgot yesterday what the other industry I said we built. Secondary tickets is one of the biggest industries in America. I don't know how to buy tickets unless I have to go to StubHub because if, if I try to go the day – I got lucky with WrestleMania tickets that I got those at face value when I got them last year. But I had a code, and I used that code, and it's only WrestleMania. Not Taylor Swift, and I'm not trying to equate the two. Wrestling is so much better than her. But I was able, and, and, and I was in the queue for a long time. I was in the queue for about 20 minutes. I got my tickets, got good tickets, enjoyed the event, had to pay service fees, all that kind of bullshit. But when it's somebody like a global icon, and it pains me to say that about Taylor Swift, her tickets are going to be more popular and more people are going to want them. And the only thing Ticketmaster sees is fucking dollars, dollar bills. And I understand it. They're a business. They have to do that. But the artists need to start saying stuff, saying, hey, we aren't going to play at these venues anymore. Sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll find another place. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised to see some artists start to play in big open fields that are owned by a farmer or something. Oh, I'm sorry. There goes Arnie for getting the alphabet again. Yes, that uh, the alphabet mafia is a huge industry now. Oh, and do we have a story later that Arise sent to me this morning? It's fantastic. And it's bullshit motherfucking middleman jacking up the prices on tickets. Yep. Sora's dad says, good morning, Arnie. Not wanting to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but do you think that the Pelosi thing... Uh, is more like a look over here and sympathy thing to make Republicans look bad, more so than a trick gone wrong. 
I mean, the first thing we heard that it was uh, of MAGA supporters, she pumped her husband out for publicity. Uh, I I mean, that was the first thing that we heard was that he was a MAGA supporter and he was saying, where's Nancy, where's Nancy? And from everything that I've heard, that's not true. And that's one reason why the body cam footage isn't coming out. This is a cover-up. This is a gigantic cover-up. By the way, that's still that guy who reported all everything on the Today Show still hasn't been back. Like he, he like he's gone in hiding. And the DA of San Francisco, the prosecutor, is prosecuting on whole other charges than what was reported. Do I think Nancy had anything to do with it? Probably not. I mean, I mean, no. I, but but look here. I wouldn't be surprised. I loved hearing Braddy Kid call in and yell at hold music. She was so funny when she's mad. Oh, yeah, hilarious when she's mad. So I'm very happy about this. I, I'm glad that that the Senate actually pretended to do their job and pretended to do something. Do I think anything will happen to it? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, that's that's the saddest part of the whole thing is that nothing's going to come out of this. Now, I, I know that this is crazy, and you're going to say, Golly! Uh, but pandemic job loss benefits fraud may have topped $60 billion. Surprise! 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 You don't say! Unemployment fraud from pandemic jobless benefits may have topped $60 billion, according to the U.S. Government Accountability Office. Uh, The rate of fraud was extrapolated to total spending across all employment insurance programs during the pandemic. The fraud total would come out to more than $60 billion. Government paid around $878 billion in unemployment insurance between April 2020 and September 2022. Douglas says, I didn't get any of it. I didn't get one red fucking cent. I didn't get no $600 check. I didn't get no $1,200. I didn't get no checks. By the way, those were taxable. Remember that on your taxes. Joe Biden was bummed that Lord wasn't there and he couldn't sniff her hair. You're telling me that people defrauded the government when the government was handing out free money? Oh, my God. Oh, so, uh, I would stop the presses. I mean, Jesus. What? No. You're kidding me. I'm not even going to read any more of the story. I, I, I saw the headline. I wanted to share that much with you. Now, now, once again, once again, everybody, hold on a second. I mean, you're going to have a... Golly! Remember last weekend, uh, we had uh, those peaceful protests in Atlanta over the fact that, that somebody was shot, I get, well, or, or it was over a, a police complex that's going to be built, a training center for police. Um. 
and uh, a bunch of it was, Antifa showed up, and they started to burn things. They burned a cop car down. It was not a peaceful protest. They released uh, six of the uh, assailants' pictures who started this. Now, this is supposed to be a rally against cops because cops hate black people, right? Emily Murphy, Francis Carroll, Graham Evat, Ivan Ferguson, Madeline Fiola, and Najir Gear are the six suspects, all in their early to mid-20s, except Emily Murphy. She's 37. Um, they're all from out of state. Oh, and they all have one thing in common. They all have wealthy parents. Oh, did I mention they're all honkies too? Uh, They don't have colored hair, but whitewashed, you got it right, my friend. Makes you confident in reparations, doesn't it? Oh, God, yes. Um, These kids, these are rich kids that decided, hey, we're going to get ours. Let me me just say this right now. And I'm looking at these kids that are in Antifa. Um, The three guys that are on there they wouldn't stand a chance against me at the same time. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Uh, Graham Evat, yeah, I, 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 I'd, I'd get you in the jugular first. See, these are this is my favorite thing about Antifa <clears throat> and a lot of these groups. And I'm picking on Antifa right now, but there are some some groups that are on the other side that I I want nothing to do with either. But it's really cool that you wear all this tactical gear, wear helmets, you wear stuff over your face because you're you're so into the movement that you're not willing to show your face. That says a lot right there. It says a whole lot to me. If you're not willing to show your face for the cause, then do you really believe in said cause that you're trying to hide it? We're not talking pandemic levels here. We're not talking about, we're talking about last weekend and they had masks on and helmets and, and, and all this gear. Y'all are real tough when there's like 15 of you and there's one person and that person doesn't have any kind of weapons and you guys have fucking batons and bats and and book bags that have bricks in them. And you jump that one person who's usually either a female or elderly. You see, your little group is what started those other groups on the other side that I don't want anything to do with. Because those groups on the other side let me let me tell you something, Antifa people. That that group on the other side, they don't give a fuck. That's one reason why I don't want to associate with because they're just waiting. They're just waiting to 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 hurt you. 
and I'll gladly step out of the way for them. I will not join their cause, but you've built that. Congratulations. And if you want to be on the left and say, well, you know, the, the tactics that police use is what built Antifa. No, George Soros is what built Antifa. George Soros is what funds Antifa. George Soros, in his way that he wants to take down America, he's done that. And he finds all these guilty-ass fucking white people. These people whose parents worked really, really hard their entire life. And they ended up doing the wrong thing and they spoiled their kids rather than teaching their kids they had to work and earn a lifestyle. They gave them everything. So now these kids think they're, they're bulletproof. They're, they, they can, nothing can hurt them. Well, if you think that nothing can hurt you, let me introduce you to myself. My name is Arnie States. I can fuck your shit up. Did I mention that I identify as a descendant of black slaves and I also identify living in San Francisco? Where's my reparations, damn it? Get that man $5 million. That, well, that was the last bid. It was $5 million. I'm betting it goes up before it's finalized. Um, but that was my third guess. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I love this idea that these people are just rising, these guilty fucking white people. Oh, we've had so much and they had so little. Well, your mom and daddy worked their ass off for it. Now, your mom and daddy fucked up by just giving it to you instead of making you earn it. And I, I get it. Look, look, I'm not going to talk down. I'm not going to say bad things about parents that do that. If that's what they want to do, it's their money. They can do whatever they want. Final story today in the first break. <laughs> Believe me, things are going to get lighter next. Um, <laughs> the Oregon legislator, le- legislature. That's such a tough word to say with false teeth. Legislature. Got to learn how to roll off that top plate. Is taking aim at a sports apparel manufacturer that uses leather. But it's not just cow leather. No, no, no. This bill will introduce, will ban the sale of kangaroo parts. So there's like a, a leather zipper on the bag, and they use kangaroo leather. Now, a, a bill that would ban the sale of kangaroo parts. I don't think of leather when I think of kangaroos. I think of their, their tail. Can I buy a kangaroo tail? How about a leg? Has anybody ever eaten kangaroo? Can you eat kangaroo? I, I don't know. I'm just asking. I, these are See, once again, this is like the question. If a, a, a trans man, does his balls itch? See, I'm, I'm asking questions. Does it taste like chicken? I mean, that's a, that, you, get, you get that leg, boy, I tell you what, man. You got some meat on there. I, I don't know what other parts of the, can, I mean, kangaroo foot. Can you, uh, v. Coop says, yes, I've eaten roux. But it tastes like chicken. I mean... <laughs> 
It's unconscionable that millions of native wild animals in Australia have been killed for the sake of high-end soccer cleats. Oh, that's what it is, soccer cleats? Wait, I can get kangaroo leather? That has me interested. Kangaroos are assholes. Tastes like venison. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I guess it, it it's for a pair of, like, it, it's for mainly for soccer cleats. Nike uses it. Um... Okay, I mean, whatever. I mean, if that's tougher leather. Okay, but I love how the bill banning the sale of kangaroo parts and it, they see this. This is clickbait. This way is clickbait right here. A, a bill uh, banning the sale of kangaroo leather introduced in Oregon. I could, I, I'd see that story and I'd be like, all right, I'm out. But when you say kangaroo parts, I mean. Like, does kangaroo penis, do you ground that down? You know, hey, Mage, Mage, I got to ask you, you know, I mean, you are from the Orient and everything. I mean, I mean, like, like, V Coop says, I have a kangaroo scrotum coins purse. There you go. But I mean, does that does that make you strong like bull? Do they ground that down? And yeah, yeah. Hey, I want some uh, some kangaroo penis to go with you know some ox ox penis. That'll make me strong like bull. I'm just wondering. It, once again, questions. I think I could do an hour set on just funny questions. Started off with a donkey show because I got lots of questions about that. Go into the the transgenders. Do their balls itch? And then wait, wait a second. I mean. And Dan and I kind of worked this this bit out the other night. We go, well, well, if balls aren't included, is it like an a la carte menu? What can you get just balls? I, I I'm just wondering. See, all once again, all questions. Mage says, I don't know about things from down under because there's too many white people there. <laughs> so good. The the bill banning kangaroo parts. Oh, uh, are there any butcher shops open? Hold on a second here. Oregon butcher shops. Anybody open yet? No, closed, closed, closed. More places. No. Oh, oh, HK Meats in Jefferson. They're open. Well, let's see. Let's see just how open they are. Star six seven. Close at four thirty. Five oh three. Three seven eight. One seven one one. Let's see. H and K meets. This is Kayla speaking. Yeah, hi, I got a question. I just saw on the news that they're banning, like, kangaroo. Do y'all sell kangaroo meat there? We do not. You don't? Does any butcher place around y'all sell kangaroo meat? Not that I know of. All right. Well, thank you. Have a great day, and I love you. You too. Thank you. There you go. They don't sell no kangaroo meat? Well, that sucks. <laughs> Shit. I mean, I, I want to know, can I, you know, it, it, 
do they have ribeyes, ribs? Ooh, kangaroo ribs. And by the way, if they sell kangaroo meat, then why in the fuck does the Outback Steakhouse not offer any? Well, lately things have been a little complicated. of life has got me down. Well, the sex is cheap and the talk is overrated. And the boys and girls and me been working on the sand. Well, a little happiness, a little love is all I wanted. Sure as hell, thought I found it, but how wrong. She left my heart feeling taunted, and my memories are haunted. But it's her right here to thank all my songs. Every day I'm smoking my brain hazy All I can do to keep from going crazy But the paranoia is slowly creeping in I keep drinking myself silly On the way for this hillbilly And I thank God for this here life of sin Look in the mirror and despise the sight of everything all I've become. Level up my medicated, some might find intimidating. That's alright, it don't bother me. No. Yeah. 
Late Show. Hiya, lame asses. Hey. 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 We're having a nice time. Call 775-357-FANS. Ah, welcome back to the big show here on a uh, lovely, beautiful, rainy... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Enough of that damn music. Um... Christopher just wrote something. It's very interesting, and, and it's a cool question because I wanted to answer this question, but there's no real stories online. There, there's some stories online about it. There seems to be a lot of infighting going on on the right side of broadcasting right now. I, I, I say on the right side, not meaning correct. I mean political. Sometimes it's correct. Um. I don't know who's feuding with Candace Owens right now. Is it Matt Walsh? I love Matt Walsh. I think Matt Walsh is great. Charlie Kirk is great. Uh, Crowder is great. Uh, uh, and Ben Shapiro. I mean, I know I'm leaving a couple of people out, and I don't mean to. I just don't know their names off the top of my head. Battleborn has sent me a, a place in Illinois that sells kangaroo meat. Thank you, Battleborn. I appreciate that. Christian says, hey, Arnie, have you heard about this story about Steven Crowder versus Daily Wire? Since the story is about contracts and ethics in broadcasting, I was curious to see what your take would be. Since you've seen what these backroom deals are like, what makes a good contract or a bad contract? Okay, so I don't know all about this story here. Um... You don't record your friends and replay in public? No. Is, is that what he does? Michael Michael Knowles. I like Michael Knowles a lot, too. Uh, Candace is fighting with Nicole Arbor. Okay, I don't know her. Um, so this is a deal. This is what I know of this fight right here, the, uh, the Crowder versus Daily Wire. And like I said, I've, I've seen a couple videos – and I haven't looked much into it. Daily Wire offered him a new contract that was going to pay him up to $50 million. And I think that's a year. I, I, I mean, a contract that pays you $50 million a year? Holy shit! And you're claiming slave wages? Now, this was a an offer sheet. This was not the final Nicole Arbor and Candace fight is over like a year ago. Okay, cool. Um, this was not the final contract from what I understand. This was a negotiating sheet. Now, where Steven Crowder would lose money is if he got kicked off of certain platforms, if he got suspended, because these guys get suspended because sometimes they say things that the narrative doesn't like and they blow them off. Believe me, I know. I just tell simple fucking jokes, like today's joke. Why do people from the hood always buy used police cars? To see what it's like to ride in front. Now, I, look, you might it's a clean joke, but it's dirty in a way. And I've had jokes like that taken off of TikTok. So what happens is if, if Crowder gets kicked off a platform or, or damages his show, which would in turn damage the Daily Wire, he loses money. That's standard operating procedure in the world of broadcasting. If you do something that loses the company money, it's going to cost you. If you'd like to know about the current world of broadcasting, I will tell you what the current world of broadcasting is like. Many companies, 
many, I'm not saying them all, but many companies now, if they do sell, uh, if they do sign an on-air personality to a contract, in the contract it will state, if you get fined by the FCC, you pay the fine. This isn't the old days. This isn't when I had, you know, we had to get a license to broadcast. Literally, I had to send $72 to the federal government. Didn't have to take a test. I sent $72 to the federal government, the FCC, and they gave me a license to broadcast. We don't need that anymore. I was very proud of that license. But. With that being said, back then, the most they, that the FCC could fine you was like $12,000. Now, that's a lot. Don't get me wrong, but it's, it's $12,000 per incident. Our show was fined once, and it was fined a lot because they had bumped it up. It had gone from $12,000, and about three years later, went to about $50,000. Now, what we were fined on was two different things. We got fined for two things, and, or it was 25. That, that's what it was. It was 25. It went from 12 to 25, and we were fined for two things. One thing I did, we used to do a bit on one of the shows that I was on called you know, where we would talk about TV that was on that night, and on Fridays, it was Kids Say the Darndest Things. And I was always do a kid, little kid's voice, you know. Uh, you know, Daddy's going to give me something long and hard tonight full of semen. A submarine. Okay? I, that was the one that got me in trouble. $12,500 fine. The other act that we did were the deviant sex acts they were doing in college. And I'll never forget, we talked about it before the show. And we were told... <laughs> and I were told not to um, go on about them, that the description would be given, and then we'd move on to the next act because we didn't want to seem like we were, you know, um, being shocking and titillating, which we were being shocking and titillating. Fine. Now, the interesting there is they could have nailed us for every act that we talked about, and there were 12. They could have got us. They could have got us for a humongous fine, but it was only for that segment. Back then, the stations paid the fine, but we said no, we'll pay it. We paid the fine. Maybe we did the wrong thing there because maybe a station manager told another station manager who told an owner, and now every contract that's written says that you have to pay your fine. By the way, the starting fine now that the FCC gives is $500,000 and a possible loss of the station's license to broadcast on public airwaves, which means you'll be fired immediately. The days of, of jocks getting fined by the FCC and, and talking about it on the air, and think, that's over. So now go to podcasting and things like that, and I'll get back to this, uh, this story here. And what they're trying to tell Stephen Crowder is if you lose your YouTube account, then you aren't going to get paid for it. 
Now, this is an offer sheet where he is to then to take this offer sheet to a lawyer and tell that lawyer, this is what I want in there. No, 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 no. And then they hand it back to the Daily Wire, and Daily Wire says, well, I don't know about this. We'll have to. This is what's called negotiating. What I believe is being done is the new way of doing things, putting your business out in the streets. Both sides. Because one side can't look worse than the other. This is a lot of infighting for people who believe in the same things all over that one. And, and by the way, by the way, I, I am going to play this. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this. These are people that are on the same side politically. And they're white. But the only color that matters to them is green. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Say my name. Um, you don't refer to your friends in public. I like Crowder, but that shit seemed pretty shady. Nicole Arbor and Kansas fights over a year ago. Term sheet was for $50 million for four years and was all for production costs. Uh, I'm on Crowder's side on this one. This isn't the first time I've heard Daily Wire doing shady things. And it was like $12.5 million over a few years. Okay. So, yeah, $50 million over four years. $12.5 million, that's not a bad salary. But it was an offer sheet. Now, do I think that Crowder came out and said, this is bullshit, this is terrible? I, I, I think he did. And Daily Wire is like, hey, wait a second, wait a second. I, we're already hated. I'm just going to tell you this right now. I admire Ben Shapiro. I admire that guy like there's no tomorrow. He's a guy who, who, who decided to either shit or get off the pot when he moved his entire family, even though he grew up in Los Angeles to Tennessee and took his business there with him, too. I think he's a well-spoken young man. I think he puts maybe a little too much religion in the world, but he is one of these people that we don't understand. He really believes in religion. Religion runs his life. I admire him. Now, I'm not saying I don't admire Mr. Crowder or anybody else on that show. I, I really admire Ben Shapiro. To have the balls to come out and say this stuff. By the way, you remember that Navy SEAL transgender that recently came out and said, oh, I made such a big mistake by having this. Same transgender that threatened to hurt Ben Shapiro with Dr. Drew on a stage. I think this was one side. I, I honestly think that, that Mr. Crowder thinks he's worth more money. And this is his way of saying, I'm worth more money. He's going to go to his platform and use it. <sighs> Is this the, the world that we've created that, that we're going to go out there and we're going to scream from the mountaintops? They're not paying me. What I, who gets paid what they're worth? Really, who gets paid what they're worth? Does anybody get paid what they're worth? I sure as fuck don't. I don't know about y'all, but y'all put in fucking hard work. Y'all do labor. Do you get paid what you're worth? All the shit you got to miss at your kids, you know, growing up. Why? Because you got to work. Because you got to put food on the table. No. And the answer is no. Nobody's really paid what they're worth. 
And that's kind of a, a, a shitty thing that we all have to kind of look at and go, okay, yeah, that's true. It's the world we live in. It is the world we live in. Uh, I'm on Crowder's side. Oh, yeah, I read that one. Uh, it's a nut job. I know she'll stick you. And then uh, there were uh, penalties that would add up to 110% of the contract if they got banned on Facebook, y- YT, et cetera. Okay. Well, once again, once again, that wasn't the final contract that was offered to him. From what I understand, Crowder said that they own your name and your ownership of all content in perpetuity if you leave. They own your brand. Same thing that happened to Dave Chappelle. Well, it happened to Dave Chappelle. By the way, by the way, it happened to me. (laughs) You're asking somebody. And and by the way, that's, I can tell this story. This will make the, uh, the show that we're still working to put together. The first day. I'm not kidding about this. The first day that ArnieRadio.com was up. One of the proudest moments of my life. Until I was hit with a cease and desist on my page. Why? Because I used an image of myself that I did not own. Remember how in all my photos you would see me in either a Cowboys jersey or a Longhorns jersey, and now you will not see me in those? There's a reason for that. And so I take all my pictures wearing either a blue hat or a blue shirt. Yes, I have thought about it that much. If you go to ArnieRadio.com, I'm wearing a blue sweater vest with a white T-shirt and a blue hat because it's completely different from that other one. First day I had my website up, I was told I had to take it down because of the picture that I did not own. An actual photograph of me. When my stand up, my second stand up show was announced, they put up billboards. The Silver Legacy put up billboards and they were told they had to take them down. Because that was a picture that I did not own. So that happened. When you sign with a bigger company, the bigger company takes a lot of the risks. And they promote you and they promote you to more people than you can promote yourself to, and they're guaranteeing you $12.5 million. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, the part that doesn't make sense about how the government can't say you can't broadcast to the public like that. Well, here's the thing. Um, The FCC says that because you're on public airwaves, and it's not a right to broadcast. It's a privilege. It's like driving. You do not have a right to do it. You do not have a right to broadcast. You're using the public airwaves. And by the way, the federal government is talking about a new plan, and I don't like this plan. I I saw the story, and I, I thought I saved it, and I thought I sent it, but I guess I didn't. The plan is this. The United States government is soon to be offering, oh, oh, it was Joe Biden saying, I don't think it's right that a mother has to drive to a laundromat so her kid can get Wi-Fi so they can do their homework. Well, real quick, uh, uh, excuse me, Mr. President, uh, I graduated in the top half of my class, unlike you. Um, We didn't have computers to work on then. 
And by the way, since then, our education levels have dropped across the world. Our, our, our standing in the world has dropped in education, yet we spend more money than every country combined. The federal government wants to start a fucking program where they will offer you very low-priced or free internet. And when that happens, and mark my words, it will, it will be the end of shows like this. Because if the government is offering it to you and the government is paying for it, then the government can say what is on there or not. Mark my words. This is their way in. They've been looking away, looking for a way to regulate the Internet since, since fucking... And you would have thought that Al Gore, since he did invent the Internet, he would have figured a way to regulate it, but he didn't because he's an idiot from Tennessee. Easy shot there at Tennessee. By the way, my other joke today is why did they outlaw water polo in Tennessee? Too many horses drowned. So there you go. Those are the two jokes from the day. And let me tell you, when I read that story yesterday, I got scared. And I got scared because, see, this is what they wanted to do to the insurance companies when they had this Obamacare thing. They're going to offer little to low-cost insurance. (coughs) Now, why would you pay for more insurance if you don't have to? Hey, I can save money here. I can save $2,000 a month. That's $24,000 a year back in your pocket. Of course you're going to go with the cheaper health care. A majority of Americans will. And what will that do? That will cause giant companies like Blue Cross Blue Shield. And, and look, the insurance companies are assholes. I, I, I understand. I get it. But they'll close down, which will cost thousands of people their jobs. And it's not the federal government's job to keep you healthy. It's not. It's not the federal government's job to provide Internet service so your kids don't have to go to a laundromat for Wi-Fi. What a terrible story that was. This is their way in. They're pulling at the heartstrings. Oh, little Johnny has to go to a a laundromat to do his homework. No, he doesn't. Take him to a fucking library. They got Wi-Fi. Dickhead. Correct me if I'm wrong, are radio shows similar to hairstyles that where you pay a monthly fee to use their space to broadcast so you're responsible for everything? They can be. Now, the, the interesting question. You guys, are, you guys are fucking on fire today. Some shows are and some shows aren't. The reason we built our own studio, I'll tell you this right now, is because at that time we were starting to really take off. The show was the, the, we were starting to pick up different companies all over the West Coast. Now, in that contract that we had signed back then, we had really stuck it to them. And we got something that not a lot of other shows get. And and look, look, I will praise a, a certain person for being great at negotiating, but he was a dick. He got us creative control which means they could never, ever tell us what we could say on the air. Creative control, I, and by the way, that's worth its weight in, in fucking platinum, if you will. 
But then they got their thing. See, this is the back and forth that goes on in contract negotiations. Okay, you want this, then we're going to get this, and you have to sign off on it. And what we had to sign off on was if we picked up more than four affiliates, meaning four different stations because we were starting to get, you know, uh, we were starting to get, what's the word? I can't even think of the word now. Um, Syndicated. We were starting to, and people were really looking at us. And at the time, we had Reno. Sacramento didn't count because that was our home market. We had Reno. We had Alaska. Weirdest market ever. Uh, We had uh, Merced, or I think it was close to Merced. And we had just signed Fresno. And that was four. And there there were two other companies that were interested. And they were going to charge us $10,000 a month to broadcast in their studio. And that's why we built our own studio. And by the way, they could charge us $10,000 per station. Meaning if we had, if we were, if we were on in 50 markets, we would have to pay for 47 of those markets. We would be paying $470,000 a year to broadcast. Now, we never got that big. We should have, but we didn't. And that's what would happen. And we signed that over because creative control was that important to us. And then we outsmarted them and got our own building. I lost a ton of respect for Steven Crowder for this shit. You do not divide and expose like this an expected environment of trust and cooperation. You keep your problems channeled to your negotiating partner and not titillate for fucking views. I, I, I have to, you know what, Ogre, let me just say. Correct the mundo. This, that's what this is for. This is for views. This is for clicks. This is for that. And by the way, when Crowder started it, Ben Shapiro said, well, we got to keep up with this because we can't let him get more popular than we are, so we're going to have to put out two or three parts of this. And they did. Um, And it sucks because Crowder is a brilliant debater, and I like his trips to college campuses and having dialogue. I do, too. Ben moved to Florida. Well, he moved to Tennessee, I thought, first. That Ben interview was the funniest I'd ever seen. Ben Shapiro is great. Dak Prescott doesn't get paid what he's worth. No, he doesn't because he'd be working for the fucking hour. Uh, <laughs> too soon. Uh, on Tim Pool, Crowder said it wasn't about money. It was about DW enforcing big tech censorship by punishing. No, they have to protect their own ass. You know, this is what happens a lot of times, and I, I've actually seen it happen. I didn't do it. This wasn't me. Um, you get a show that signs on to a big company in a much larger market than they're used to. And that show then thinks that they have, quote, unquote, either made it or they've got this company to have their back now. And a lot of times the company will have your back as long as you show the ratings but you can't just go out there and motherfuck people and make people look bad and, and talk shit on the air without those ratings because those ratings save your ass. And when you do something that gets that company in trouble, if you don't have the ratings, guess what? You're kicked to the fucking curb. And that's all that the Daily Wire is saying. I, I, I literally, I don't, I, I saw the contracts and I saw, and by the way, once again, once again, 
This was not the final contract. This was a negotiating. They're in the middle of negotiations. Uh, Tim Pool stated that Crowder will be getting a $100 million a year contract for somewhere, maybe. You used an image of yourself and got a cease and desist fucking bullshit, yeah. Uh, yes, Alicia, yes. Uh, scan that uh, had much venom. He really deserves every bad thing. <laughs> what about taking a picture with a middle finger on your shirt in red and gold? Yeah, I'm not. I don't. Re- I don't wear the color red. Sorry. I guess in general, I have a problem with the FCC. Then being able to communicate with the public should not be controlled. I I agree. You're not. Look, look. I agree with you. I think the FCC is the stupidest organization that we have. The FCC, when you buy a new clock radio or something, you see a little sticker on there, approved by the FCC. Why do they need to approve this? Is that just another kickback to them? The FCC is the most crooked, fucking terrible organization in the entire government, in my opinion. Story in point. The... um. What makes, you remember that story I just told you about us getting fined? Do you know what makes it even better? This is what makes it better. When we originally did those bits, I'm sorry, segments, when we did those segments, we were at the end of the Clinton administration. Did them live on the air during the Clinton administration. That's how old I am. That's how long I've been in broadcasting. Well, when those comments resurfaced was during a best of show. Three years later. During the Bush administration. The same guy who hated us complained about it during the Bush administration, that, that segment, those segments. By the way, he complained to the FCC on those segments when they happened during the Clinton administration, and nothing happens. But you see, when the president switches over, and especially it switches parties over, they get to change the head of the FCC. For a bit that was fine three years before, no problems. When the head of the FCC is a part of the Christian coalition, you're fucked. And that shouldn't be happening. But it did. Oh, I'm still angry about it this day. Um, that is what Rush Limbaugh talked about, creating low-information voters. Well, and since since education is part of government and the school district mandates how homework is done, in the case of mandating Internet-based homework or testing, then the government has to provide Internet for their own school policy. Uh, There were numerous kids here during COVID that had dropped off to empty schools just like to do homework with no supervision or teachers around because they would fail otherwise. Normally, even if the parents didn't have Internet at home, they could go to a library or school with supervision, but those were all closed, but the homework was still required. I'm not saying free internet for everyone, but you see the problem with just saying hands off. That I, I, I do, and I understand that, and that's why. That the government, it, look, if you want to have a, a, a school-based internet, and, and you want to, the pandemic fucked everything up. 
Now, I'm not going to live my life like we have to worry about the pandemic for the rest of our lives. Because if it ever happens again, America will end. Libraries provide Wi-Fi. And I know the libraries were closed then. I, I, I understand that. But I'm not living in a COVID world anymore. You get the libraries to stay open later. Why? Because people work there. Wow, look at that. You can increase fucking people's pay then. And you can't get on fucking porn channels in the library, so I ah, more power to them. And if they want to have designated areas, if they want to build, if they want to build areas for internet for schools to use, then yes, then that's fine, and that's the government's job. But they aren't talking about that. They're talking about a a low price or free internet for low income families, which means they're in. If I understand correctly, Ben moved to Daily Wire companies to Tennessee, but he personally lives. Okay. I, I, I thought he moved to Tennessee, but I guess not. Uh, I wonder if it's only, oh, Arnie only sees red. Absolutely. Um, you don't do bits. You do segments, Wiener Face. Thank you. I grew up in a blue area of town, and I like the 49ers, so I told people I love soccer, and I'm from Japan, and I didn't get beat up. That a boy. Shit, I remember when you were put on uh, on a uh, parrot voice and said, cock, you got away with it. I was laughing my ass off. Cock. Wondering how soon the fines were coming, but that was pre-Nipplegate, so things changed. Oh, Janet Jackson's nipple fucking destroyed radio, and it happened on TV, which I to this day I still fucking don't know. The FCC was more a conservative thing back in the day. Liberals gave no fucks about it. Now it's completely flip-flopped. Oh, absolutely. I just called 98 and asked if they had been playing the best of episodes with Arnie since they suck since then. They were not happy. <laughs> I think a chick answered. Oh, that's funny. That is really, really funny. <laughs> a chick answered, so it was Brandon. See, that's a show. That That's one place you won't get me to crank call. I, I will not crank call them. I do have something special planned, though, uh, if things work out the way I, I hope they work out. I'm just telling you that right now. Um, I got sent this story this morning by Erised, and I, I, I can't wait to do it. Let me read what this says here. My initial reaction to the story was the same as yours, but after I did my Christopher thing and did a bunch of research, I agree much more with Crowder now. I can't say with absolute certainty the 7 is, is correct. Nobody has all the data needed to be 100%. But most YouTubers with major channels, I seem to be on uh, Crowder's side as well. But the subject is very intriguing. It is intriguing to talk about. And yes, look, but, but, but see, here's the thing, Christopher. Christopher, you have to understand something. When you're an independent YouTuber, of course you're going to stand up for him because you don't want people to tell you what to do because that's why you got an independent channel. Now, here's a big company coming to you and saying, hey, we like what you say. But if these things happen, then you're going to have to fucking pay for it because you're hurting our product, too. I, this is what I say to Mr. Crowder. I, I love your politics. I love your stuff. Stay an independent broadcaster. You're fine. You're getting your name out there now, even though I don't like the ploy you're using to get your name out there. But don't sign with the Daily Wire then. Nobody says you have to sign with them. 
Ben Shapiro is not showing up at your house with one of his guns pointed at your head to say, sign this contract or die. If you want to make that money, then you have to adhere to their rules. The things have not changed. Look, look, in my mind, things have not changed that much in the world. Somebody comes to me and they say, hey, Arnie, we want to pay you a, a trillion dollars to do your show, but you can't say the word retard anymore. I'm going to have a fucking hard time because that is in my lexicon. I bet you I could find a way to work it out of my lexicon, though, for a trillion dollars. If he gets banned from YouTube, what real allies will he have for business deals? Once again, correct. Now even conservative talk shows are fighting each other. Gee, I wonder why the fuck the red wave didn't happen. Yep, once again, ogre. Correct the mundo. Crowder loses all credibility when you record a friend and release the audio, period. Okay. Are you sure Ben doesn't show up with his cats? I'd love to see it. Um, All right. The Washington State Department of Health is taking heat for refusing to use the word woman. Oh, my God, Arnie, if I was rich, I'd pay your show and let you say whatever the fuck you want. Well, I appreciate that, my friend. They don't want them to use the word woman in an advertisement about cervical cancer awareness. (laughs) I'm laughing. The ad goes, transmasculine persons with a cervix should talk to their doctor about it. Hashtag cervical cancer screening and the hashtag HPV vax. The official Twitter page for the Department of Health has told it's over 60,000 followers. Now, I I don't know. Alicia, can you help me here? Look, look, because I know that I'm wrong about, I guess, the the balls are not part of the transgender surgery if you go from man or woman to man. Do they give them a cervix? I'm just asking. I'm just asking because I I have a lot of questions about this. No, it's not in California. California is a one-party recording system. Meaning, only one party has to know the recording is happening. Remember that shit with with, uh, Mel Gibson? He didn't want those tapes released, but he lived in California. It's a one-party consent state. And if Crowder lives in California, then there. Uh, There's really women and fake women. Well, men have periods now. Everyone knows that. Alicia, I thought you'd enjoy this one. No, it's all cosmetic, only a giant gash. So so why are they telling? This is amazing to me. So cervical cancer is a a major fucking killer of women. Right? Okay. By the way, by the way, I I don't believe it, and I think I'm right about this. There's a lot of things I don't know about health because I don't ask enough questions because I don't want to hear any truths about me. Um, 
when a gal turns into a guy, when she becomes a, a, a man, a trans man, they don't get a prostate, do they? So how can, forgive me if I'm, I'm going to ask a question now, and, and this is my stupid ignorance. How can a transmasculine person get cervical cancer? I, I, I know it's not a communicable disease. I, I know it's not an airborne thing, right? Hello, who's this? Oh, wait, hold on a second. Hold on. Uh, I got to plug it in. Wrong phone. Hello, who's this? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Perfect. It's Alicia. I had way too much to type, and my fingers were just hurting, (laughs) so I figured I'd just call. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. Okay, so my understanding with a bottom surgery for men that want to get rid of their peepees and try to be women Mm -hmm. is it go they basically go go inside out like they are going they're getting everything off and they use the sleeve of the dick Mm -hmm. and to to basically make a vagina uh, cervix okay in there so it's like a we'll call it a pseudo cervix okay so it's a fake cervix yeah okay all right can they get cervical cancer? Because that tissue is a little bit different. I mean, okay, so I'm not an expert in this area. Just to put it out there, I don't work in this department. I just, ugh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I understand. Uh, from my understanding, because they do not carry the same type of cells on the outside of a penis, because a because penis skin is on the outside, whereas a cervix is on the inside, the cells, in order to survive, are different, so they're not going to be the same. It's not going to be cervical cancer. Okay, okay. So they they could get you know, like dick tip cancer if if that was a thing, like because that that's the skin they have there. Okay, okay. So here's that. The other- that makes more sense to me. Again, I could be totally wrong, but that's always been my understanding. Uh, the other one is the the bottom surgery for gals to guys. The the Elliot Pages, Elliot Page mm-hmm. does not have a prostate, correct? Uh, anatomically, no. Okay, all right. He could have got one added on. Is that like the a la carte menu? <laughs> I want balls. <laughs> and, oh wow, look at that! I I can get the prostate. Oh, I want the prostate for sure. Uh, yeah, no, I, I. It's like a number seven at McDonald's. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, you never know where they're gonna go with these things now. Oh well, Alicia, <laughs> I appreciate you calling. Thank you so much. No problem, my dear. Thank you. Have a great day. Um, she said, uh, "Let's see." Uh, Cowboys girl says, "Yeah, keep talking, Alicia. The fingers hurting." Hmm. Ken dog says, "Okay, let's move the fuck on." Gross. Alicia said, penis, can they get dick cheese once it's inverted? Famunda cheese. So can they get prostate cancer in the pseudo-cervix? No, because they, no, they can't get, no. This is nothing more than this fucking bullshit inclusion horse shit that, oh, we, we don't want trans people to feel different. Well, hey, here, here we go. 
You're fucking different. And then I got an email from Arised after she sent me this story about the, uh, and I, uh, this term has just got to go, transmasculine? No. You're either masculine or you're not. And by the way, when did masculinity become okay? I thought it was toxic. Um, I got an email just now asking me to nominate Outstanding Women Students for Women's Leadership Program. It even says these exceptional young women don't come to us by chance, but through the help of individuals like yourself. Now, to qualify, it says, so who should apply? Undergraduate women who are enrolled in any Oklahoma college university uh, this year. The list includes, I, I, well, that's not a misspelling, uh, W-O-M-X-N. What's that? Ask family, can anybody tell me what this word means? I'm going to type it on the the Mixler board. O-M-X-N. Non-binary and transgender students of all gender studies. (laughs) Rise asked me, what are WIM-X-N? And now any gender can go to a women's program to grow women leaders. I've asked this question before. Let me let me read what Mage says. Uh, Got to go to a meeting. Sorry, have a great hump day. Fucking boss, she needs to make meeting times that don't fuck me over and make me miss your show. Damn right. It means garbage, aren't it? Because it's not a real word. It's a pseudo word uh, for anything but regular woman, kind of like Latinx. So let, let, let me just say this right now. Women orphan midget x-ray needed. Um, Why is this war on women continuing? You know, uh, is this backlash from the Me Too movement? Trying to put women back in their place? By the way, I was no fan of the Me Too movement that hurt people, that, that like Aziz Asari, what happened to him. He got blamed for Me Too, even though she gave up the she gave consensual sex to him and then regretted it the next day, as anybody would regret having sex with Aziza. Sorry, got to keep the bit going. Um, but he didn't Me Too her, and he was ruined. He still hasn't really bounced back, and he was taking off at the time. I didn't understand it, but hey, whatever. Do you know who's back in the public eye once again? It's Louis C.K. And I can't believe it because Louis C.K. was fucking ridiculed. And then even Dave Chappelle tried to save him, saying that one of the accusers says that, that, that Louis C.K. was jerking off on the phone. And Chappelle says, well, then why didn't you hang up? But this war on women, we, we won't define what a woman is. We've changed the definition in some library, in some dictionaries of what a woman is. 
my whole life growing up, the 70s, 80s, 90s, was all about women empowerment, making women strong. And now, since about, I don't know, what, three, four years ago when all this trans stuff really started to get out of control, I mean, how is it that we allowed a male swimmer to compete on a college level with female swimmers? And he had not gone through the the bottom surgery. Twig, Barry's still there. And he would change in front of the girls in the girls' locker room. And, And a bunch of people, oh, this is great. This is amazing. This is outstanding. No, it's not. I tell you what, if I was in like if I was like uh, the 130th greatest player in the PGA and they only accept the top 125 on the tour, if I was like number 126 or to 130, you know what I'd do? I'd say I, I I'm a woman. I know that I'm the 130th best man in the world at golf, which means I could beat every woman on the LPGA tour. So now I'm going to go ahead and say, hey, I uh, identify as a woman, and I'm going to go on the LPGA tour. And I'm going to play from the ladies' tees, and I'm going to win every single tournament. Worst player in the NBA. Well, I'm a woman now. And then they'll be considered the Michael Jordan of the WNBA. And I have a story about the WNBA that is going to make your head spin. It's a complete effort to erase real womanhood. The boner in the shower should have disqualified him. I I just don't. And, and here's the thing. It, and Rise and I kind of talked about this, and I'm not going to give you everything she said and everything I said. But this, I, I don't understand where all these women's groups standing up and not yelling, hey, fuck this shit. Where is Gloria Allred? This woman who says that she is there to protect and stand up for women, she's not doing a very good job of it, I'll tell you that right now. I'm going to say a hard truth to the trans community out there, and you might not like this and try to cancel me, I dare you. You are a trans woman. Now, if you want to dress that way and you had the surgery and all that kind of stuff, I will call you ma'am and she. I'm not going to, I don't play this bubblegum bullshit world of weird fucking pronouns, okay? And I'll, 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 I'll be polite to you and I'll be respectful to you until you're not to me. You're not a real woman. Sorry to tell you that. By the way, same thing goes for the, hold on, let me get this word again because I like this word so much, uh, the transmasculine. Well, uh, I, uh, let's go for the trans man. You're not a real man, okay? You, you don't know what it's like to be a man. 
You, you really don't know what it's like to be a man. You have no clue. I don't know what it's like to be a woman. I explained a lot of things that young girls go through growing up, and guys go through fucking terrible things too. But guys are built different. We're built differently. This is what I don't understand. Everybody thinks that we're so equal. We're not equal. One side can do a lot of things better than the other side and vice versa. But to think that men and women are equal, we are not. We are built differently. And by the way, by the way, if you want to you want to become a man, hey, you you want to do that, go ahead, but nobody's running to you to open a pickle jar. That email I got to build women leaders, but we're going to let men be included. That's what's the fucking point. Yeah. I I agree. It it's a complete joke. It, it it's it's maddening. You sit there and you go, "What the actual fuck?" I don't know. I don't have all the answers. It's food that we aren't equal. We we just look. I'll, I'll debate that until till the cows come home. That we are not we are not anywhere near the same. Men and women are be, built completely different. There's a guy out there. I, I'm sure some of you will know this guy. He's a man. But see, even men are built different. This guy's name is David Goggins. If you don't know who David Goggins is, I say look him up. This is a man who I would never, ever fuck with. I would just politely shake his hand, say thank you for what you did for our country, and thank you for being so inspiring. This guy's like a Navy SEAL, an Army Ranger, and an Air Force, whatever. Air Force has a special service thing, too. He's the only man to ever make all three teams. And you know what he does now? He runs races that are 240 miles long. The lady asked him in the crowd, when you're, when you're at that point where you've just get your body's kaput, your mind's kaput, everything's kaput, what, what makes you keep going? And he said, I asked myself, wouldn't it be cool if I could finish this? Wouldn't that be something if I could finish this? And that what motivates him to finish these 240-mile foot races. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. I don't even like driving 240 miles in a day, let alone trying to run that shit. That dude and somebody, last week somebody tried to fucking steal his identity. Good. God, you fucked with the wrong guy, partner. I'm just going to tell you the truth. Air Force PJ, they rescue SEALs. Superman shits his pants when he sees David Goggins. David Goggins is, is the next coming of Chuck Norris. I mean, look, Chuck Norris is getting up there, and Chuck Norris will probably never die. But if the worst happens, I'm going to look right at David Goggins. If something bad happens to Chuck Norris, I know that either Arn Anderson or, Ch- or David Goggins had something to do with it. I'm not built like that, and he's a man too. See, once again, we're all different. I'm not here to say that women can't have jobs 
that are more masculine leading. There are a lot of gals out there who are built and they're husky gals and they're strong. Okay, do that job. I'm fine with that. You're built different than the gal who fucking works for, you know, Hooters. Well, not in Texas. You guys are about the same. But uh, the the Victoria's Secret, well, they, they picked fat ones there too. Um, Top-end porn stars, okay? They, yeah, they're not the fat ones like, like, like you. I'm just telling you, you're built, we're all built different. Liam Neeson's roles are based on David Goggins. That's funny. All right, we got a bunch of celebrity news we got to get to before the end of the show because I don't want to look like I'm missing anything. David Goggins is the face of fuck around and find out, yeah. Brittany Griner. Oh, America's sweetheart, Brittany Griner's in the news today. As she prepares for her long-awaited return to the WNBA. Boy, oh man, the nine fans are so excited. Um, she may have issues traveling now due to the fact that, well, she's kind of, uh, uh, I, I don't know why. Um, I mean, it's very raise question fairness of the teams. Um, Former WNBA MVP Brianna Stewart has made charter air travel a key factor in her free agency. Brittany Griner wants to fly privately due to the fact that she doesn't want to be swarmed by fans. So what I understand is this, is that the WNBA flies commercially. And by the way, rightfully so. I mean, um, her fan is giddy right now. They want her to fly privately so it doesn't, you know, security because she's such a huge fucking star. But the rest of her team still has to fly commercially. Well, I'm sure the NBA is going to be so excited about paying for this, too. She's probably on a, on the fucking do not fly list. Um... This is so stupid. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. You think that she's going to cause that much attention at airports? Then this is what you do. This is what you do. I'll tell you what you do. Pull the Arnie. Pull the Arnie and show up in a wheelchair. That way, see, she's not towering over everybody. She's in a wheelchair and nobody's going to see her. Have her wear a hat, push her through security, boom, bang, boom, you're good to go. A private flight. Come on. And look, the men, the men's teams have charter jets that the teams pay for. Well, those are expensive to fly, but the teams do it. They aren't going to allow the, the women to use the, the men's charter flight, No. Scott says, oh, no, that'll drive WNBA ticket prices from $8 to $11. Oh, the humanity. It's too bad that her travel is going to be restricted. I heard the auto warmer suite in North Korea was being held in reverse just for Brittany Griner. Oh, 
If TSA catches her with weed again, she should be sent back to Russia. Oh, man. I, I, I love it. I, I just love the fact that the stupidity that we are going to reward this woman. I mean, I mean, how much more can we actually reward her for being a complete fuck-up? She went to Russia, and she took weed. Now, the, the fascinating part of this whole thing is the when she gave her testimony— she originally said she had forgotten that she was had packed it, yet she takes it every day. Now, if I'm on a medic- medication that I take every day, and I'm going on a long trip, well, I'm going to be for sure to pack my medicine with me as I go on that long trip. Now, if I'm going to another country, then I have to find out if my medicine is allowed to go over there because sometimes it isn't. Sometimes they confiscate everything, depending on what fucking shit-a-stand place you fly to. Oh, wow, well, Russia, uh, it's illegal to have weed there, so I can't take that there. Well, I better not fucking play there because that's how I fucking get over my injuries. Well, I'm going to take it there. So she takes it there, and she gets caught with it. And they, they put her in the old Russian hooskow. Now, if if I'm not going to get into the debate of, oh, they gave her a, a longer sentence because she's oh, probably, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, what part of the real world have you never seen? Of course they're going to punish her harsher than any other person. Why? She's an American. She's a woman. She's, in, she's a celebrity. Oh, and by the way, in Russia, they're not too fond of the lesbians. Arnie wouldn't forget his coconut oil. You're goddamn right I wouldn't. She should travel by bus. A plane could get taken to Russia. A bus can't. Put a Cardinals jersey on and say she's Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> Sorry to Larry Fitzgerald out there. Um. So, so uh, cry me a river that she got this long sentence, but she did wrong. She broke the law in another country. And there's our government waiting to bail her out. Why? Because she's a black woman in the WNBA and happens to be a lesbian. That's why it happened. Guy from the Navy is still over there in Russia as a, as a prisoner. There's a couple guys in Iran that are still prisoners. Oh, and by the way, we traded the world's most dangerous arms dealer for her. And, and, and by the way, we traded the world's most dangerous arms dealer for her back to Russia while they're invading a country and they're running low on guns and ammunition. I don't think that the merchant of death is going to help them out, do you? Oh, wait. Wait a second. I must have just hit my head on something very, very hard because that would be stupid to say that. Of course he's going to help. He's Vladimir Putin's main man. (sighs) Easy now. She's not any kind of celebrity. Ken Dog, she's a celebrity over there. 
She gets paid big bucks over there. The, the women's basketball over there, they like it. I mean, they go to those games and drove. She gets paid a, 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 a pretty good, you know, hefty salary over there. So they like it. So she's a celebrity over there. That's what I was meaning, Kimbo. If I was an enemy of America, I would wait for her to get on a plane, hijack it, and you already seen Biden will trade anyone for her. Amen to that. Now, something happened uh, last night, and it, it's horrible, and I feel terrible, but thank God it was only a surrogate that did this. 41-year-old Paris Hilton has welcomed her first child to the world. Her and her weird husband announced the arrival of their newborn via surrogate. Um, I got to say that I am beyond terrified of the child that Paris Hilton is going to raise. Will she carry this child around in a Louis Vuitton purse? Like she did with that fucking rat-ass dog that she had? Chihuahuas are not dogs. They are rats. This is the end of humanity. That's hot. Is it public how much her salary is? I feel like I make as much as her. I, I grossed about ninety this year. I think she may. I I think she makes close to what would be like a million dollars American in in Russia. She couldn't even take care of butters. No, no, she couldn't. And now she has a baby. I'm terrified for this child. I mean, I want you to think about this next generation, and they're already celebrities. They haven't done anything. They jumped out of the womb, and they're celebrities. All Every fucking Kardashian fucking offspring. Look at Beyonce's kid. Blue Ivy's already won a fucking Grammy. I couldn't tell you what for. But they're already celebrities. Goddamn Taylor Swift has a cat that's worth $97 million. The fuck is wrong with our society? These influencers, these people on TikTok and things like that. I sound bitter about it because I'll tell you real quick, I am bitter about it. I worked a long time in the public eye, and I, I built up a, 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 a following, and I love that following more than anything. These people, I get to know people in my following. I'm friends with a lot of these people. I break bread with these people. These influencers, they can't be touched. Remember the story a couple weeks ago about the influencer who cut in front of the line and got the shit beat out of her? The average WNBA salary is 102 for year 2022. Was that $102? The average sale, the average, the average salary is over $100,000 for the WNBA. Who the fuck pays that? 
I mean, what, they got 11 gals on the team, so they're, they're, they're paying over a million dollars a game for them gals? They aren't generating that much money. Oh, hell no, they ain't generating that much money. These people, yes. Paris Hilton, a mama. Well, that kid's already fucking worth more than I'll ever be. Even that, it, that, that thing hadn't even said a word yet. Now, there's another group of people that are out there that get the uh, celebrity treatment, and I hate them too. And that's what we call reality people, reality stars. I don't like reality stars at all. Can't stand them. You know why? Because you're not a star. Oh, boy. Learning Channel came on with, oh, dear God. It's the season for the Learning Channel people, and you know that I'm down with it. This is uh, uh, sisters that are too close, like sisters that, that do too much for each other. And they got a couple of Australian gals on there that will make you want to fucking wash your mouth out with a revolver. And they date the same guy. They, they were getting their hair cut, so they had to get it the exact same length. And they even had the audacity to say they were trying to get pregnant at the same time because they have to do everything the same every fucking day. If one got pregnant and the other one didn't, the first one would abort that baby. That's how fucked up these people are. Well, last night, a new season started, which means I'm hoping that, that Smothered comes back soon. I'm in love with a mama's boy. All these freaky shows. First, The first five minutes of the show, it shows these two sisters that are sisters, if you know what I mean. They're sisters that are sisters. There you go. And the older sister talked the younger sister into getting her hoo-ha pierced. Because it helps with sex, I guess. Okay. And it showed the older sister uh, had a flashlight, and she pulled her sister's legs apart to where the hoo-ha's exposed there, and they blurted out, thank God. Otherwise, I would have lost the sight in one eye. And then the older sister put her fingers... In the younger sister. Now, it wasn't a repeated motion, so we can't say that she's finger blasting her, but she stuck her finger in her sister. Now, she did not taste the fingers. Thank God, because I would have passed out. What the fuck are you showing on TV now, people? I mean, granted, I'm I'm all in. Oh, come on. We all don't, like we all don't enjoy sister porn on the internet. Well, I'm sure those two women are really sisters boinking their stepbrother. Well, um, these two are identical twins. Oh, I, I, I'm not kidding. They are the creepiest fucking, these, these would be the girls from The Shining if they grew up. Um, it would be funny if the guy had, had the snip, uh, go either way. If you're pierced, okay. They're sisters only by blood. 
It's better to pierce the, uh, okay, whatever. Uh, I would pass out from excitement. Oh, I can't imagine being in that the, the piercing studio and all of a sudden, huh? What did you just do? I call the police. But these aren't the reality stars that I want to talk about. Reality stars I want to talk about are a couple of jailbirds right now, and that is Todd and Julie Crisley from that terrible show, what, what is it, The Crisleys or whatever that show's called? Over on the USA Network, it's been on for 20 fucking seasons. It's been on forever. Well, they're in the jailhouse now, and uh, they, they, got, they got a bunch of kids. The two oldest kids... Uh, the oldest girl, she's kind of a hussy, and she's kind of worked her way out the family. The oldest son, he's a dopehead, and he's worked his way out the family, too. And then you got the other two kids that are about the same age. And you got one other son that's still in high school, big baseball prospect. And then they got a granddaughter who's the daughter of the drug-addicted son that they have custody of. I know, it, it, it's tough to, to keep track. Well, Savannah Crisley, that's the daughter, the oldest daughter that's not in, you know, that, that hasn't been kicked out of the family. Look here. First and foremost, Savannah Crisley could be one of the ugliest women I've ever seen on television. She's got a fucking donkey face because I would not put down a horse by calling this girl having a horse face. She has a donkey face. Big old donkey teeth. And somehow, I'm going to tell you this right now, she won some kind of beauty competition. That's how she got her start. I'm just telling you right now, Daddy paid for that. Because that bitch is ugly. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi. But she's come out saying that her life is falling apart after her parents have gone to prison. Uh... Uh, hey, motherfucker, ain't you like 25, 26 years old? How is your life falling apart as a 25 or 26-year-old woman? How is your life falling apart because mama and daddy went to jail? I bet Todd is getting ridden more than the exercise room bicycle. When you said in the jailhouse now, I can hear the soggy bottom boys. I'm in the jailhouse now. He's in the jailhouse now. She said, last week was extremely difficult for my family as a whole and each of us individually. It may seem, uh, I may seem happy-go-lucky, and during that time, I think it's because there was a lot of hope that I had. They gave this ugly fucking donkey-toothed woman This ugly donkey-toothed woman, they gave her custody of the grandbaby. Satanic Crisley Perot. Yeah, she's kind of a mix of all of them, huh? Um, does, is, is the show going on? Is the show going to continue like nothing happened? I mean, and, and you know, here, here's the rotten part is that some people actually feel bad for these people. That motherfucker spent $500,000 a year on clothes every year. 
Now, I know I have a lot of clothes, but I don't spend anywhere near $500,000 on clothes. And by the way, he looked cheap, too, all the time. Along with this fucking ugly, donkey-toothed woman. Man, oh, man. She eats watermelons like they're apples. She can open a can of Quaker State like nobody's business with them teeth. The shows are done. They will just air what's already been filmed. Okay. Oof. That's some rough trade right there. Whatever you do there, Crisley, uh, Lady uh, uh, Savannah, please don't think about doing porn. No. No. Every male guy star, holy Jesus. He's like, no, I'm not putting my wiener near that thing. Them donkey teeth will fucking saw that shit off. Where do we go next? Uh, oh, we got an update you on one of these. Uh, uh, another reality show person. Something we talked about the other day. Um... TLC star Shauna Ray Lessix. This is that that 20, how old is she? 23? She's a 23-year-old girl stuck in an 8-year-old's body. Well, uh, the fella that, that she was uh, uh, getting kind of friendly with and stuff, who's been branded a creep and accused of only being a, uh, attracted to her because she looks like a kid. His name is Dan Swigart. And he has released statement that, oh, here, here you go, here he is. Let's, let's I've been sober for 11 and a half months. Today's one year. Knowing that it's possible. In my life, it's amazing. Okay, there you go, yeah. Hey guys, just wanted to say thank you so much for all the support and kind messages. I really appreciate it. Me and Shauna are still just good friends getting to know each other. But I think it's absolutely disgusting, the attitude of some people. You know, she's been through so much in life. You know, she survived cancer as a child. She's always been felt different and treated different by society. But how dare you take away her right, her human right to have a connection, a friendship, a relationship with someone else? Who are you to say that she can't have that? I'm absolutely disgusted by some people's attitudes towards her and my friendship with her. I cannot believe I cannot believe some people who deny her the right to have a friendship or a connection with someone else. You know, she is a human being. She's a cancer survivor. She's got a disability. She has dwarfism. Who, who are you to take away her right to have a friendship and a connection with someone? Hmm. Not gay ass gay. Uh, not gay ass guy says, "How is this fucking possible?" I, I, well, like, like she's got some. She, I guess she's got a, a hint of dwarfism because she doesn't really look like, you know, when you watch those shows about the little people on TV, Big World, Little People, you know, meet the 97 family members here and they're all little people. She ain't got the little stubby sausage fingers. They, they show in this video. I, I put the video up for you. You can scroll down a little bit. She works as like, I guess, a bartender. 
So you walk into a bar and you see this little kid serving. You're like, holy shit, this is an open-minded place. And she likes my todger. <laughs> now stop that. And Gungeon says, I read about this guy. He didn't know her until he watched season one of the show. Then he sent her flowers and a card asking to meet. In another word, this would be stalking. Now wait, wait, wait. Look, whatever we decide today, because today is it. We're putting the foot down on this today. For all you people. Now, now look, this has happened to regular reality stars before where maybe a fan reached out, sent them flowers, and they met. Just saying. Everybody's crying pedo on this guy. So what you're telling me is that this girl can never find love. That's what y'all are telling me. Because she's 23. She can't go out with somebody that's her height and, and looks like her because that boy will be seven or eight. Now, I don't find her attractive at all because, once again, she looks like an 8-year-old. But I'm 51. 23-year-olds don't do it for me anymore. Well, I mean, I mean, sometimes. Don't get me wrong. I'm still a man. But see, when, once you start to get older, you, you, you start to want to have conversations with people and you want them to, to be able to have, I mean, you can only do so much. And then you have to have conversations with people. So what's what, what, what's the answer? Does she not ever get to date? I'm asking y'all. Because whatever we decide here, we're going to go with. says when I was 26, eight-year-olds weren't attractive. Well, she's not eight. She's 23. Uh, oops, 23. Do, do whatever she'll let you. <laughs> Pull the oops. When he said uh, she reminds him of his little brother, that was too much. I didn't see that part, but okay. I'm small-minded. <laughs> okay. But I, I think she should stick with midgets to keep things simple for all of us to judge motherfuckers, myself included. Now, Ogre asked a question, is Peter Dinklage available for? Her face looks like an eight-year-old girl. It's not just her body. Her face. Peter Dinklage showing up with her, it would be like Peter, Peter Dinklage brought his daughter. Maybe even his granddaughter. I don't know if people would be okay with that. I, I it's a funny line, Ogre, but I, I, I I'm glad you did it. But midget dating site, the website's too short. Eight year olds weren't attractive in 1991 when I was eight. No, is this weird? Yes, but she's in her 20s. Let her live her life. Do we get all upset when Downsy people date? No, we don't. No, they put a they fucking put a show on Netflix. It's fucking crazy. 
I would say this girl has more mental capacity than Corky. I don't see the issue. All right. Hey, that that's fair right there. Becca! Becca! If she's legal age, play ball. Uh, I feel bad for her. She deserves loves. She doesn't look 23, bro. I, I understand she doesn't look 23. I'm just saying she's 23. I think it's her life to live. Fuck trying to make everyone else happy and just focus on yourself. You don't owe anything to anyone. Well, two of the biggest critics that she has are her own parents. They don't trust this fella either. In other words, she can date. I'm just going to be judging. I cannot. I don't know her personally. Yeah, I mean, I'd judge too. Uh, What if she isn't attracted to midgets? Yeah. Is it bad I saw a picture and thought, when did dog shit get divorced? (laughs) I think she's taller than dog shit's wife. She needs to hook up with Garrow Brown. They can dress as Rocky and Bullwinkle for Halloween. Oh, dear Lord. No. No. Ogre, no. Garrow Brown, no. He would shish kebobber. That's life. We can just hope that as parents we did the right thing in easing our kids to make right decisions. Now, look, I don't know anything about this guy. I'm not going to call him a pedo or anything like that. Um, if her meter isn't going off, that he's some kind of weird creep and all that kind of stuff, then, hey, this is where I stand on. Let her date who she wants to date. And people want to judge that, and, and we all are. I, I'm not kidding. Who am I trying to kid? We're all still going to judge it. And that's fine because that's what we do as a society, and that's what we do as the world. So be it. But she deserves happiness. I was judged by everyone when uh, Jen fell down and hit her face on the driver. Everyone thought I beat the shit out of her. Let them judge. The man willing to date her deserves it. Yeah. You don't have to call him a pedo. I'll call him one for you. Okay, okay, Douglas, you'll be the you'll be the man there. Uh, all right. Now, yesterday I went off on a fucking major tangent. She got Eiffel Tower. The two dudes would end up docking. Oh my god, dude. I mean, Garrow Garrow Brown. If you don't know, you don't know who Garrow Brown is. Garrow Brown was uh, once featured on Live PD. Hold on a second. It's contractual that I have to play that when I say live PD. My family and I hated my sister's husband, and now 11 years later, they're divorcing. Sometimes family might be onto something. Gerald Brown is about six foot four, about 280 pounds of pure muscle. Garrow Brown's arms make Scott Steiner look like a fucking pussy. That's saying something right there. Garrow Brown is the largest mammal walking on the face of the earth right now. And I can't imagine. And he is a brother. And you know what they say about brothers. Especially the ones that have big feet. They wear big shoes. Uh, she's an adult. Let her make her decisions. I apologize for the pedo call. I need to wear my hearing aids, obviously. Oh, you don't have to apologize. Oh, he I, he would wreck her. That girl, no. 
I bet I I am betting because he's so tall, she'd have to jump up, and she could probably do chin ups on his wiener. <laughs> There's a visual. All right, give me three more. <laughs> Adios, Familia. I'm off to hump some Barbie dolls and tell people not to judge. Yesterday, I went on a tangent like I had never gone on before in a while about the fucking M&M's. M&M's has released a statement saying they are no longer going to have the candies talk. Why? Because, well, that too many people got their feathers ruffled when they, you know, they, they took the high heels off and all this kind of bullshit. Nobody did because they're fucking M&M's. If you got mad at M&M's for fucking putting women, you're an idiot. They're M&M's. It's candy. They don't really talk. Well, it's fucking happened again. I'm glad I don't like this place, and I really don't like their product that much. A&W Root Beer has had a mascot. I I didn't even know they had a mascot. Um, But they had a mascot named uh, Rudy. That's a bear. And I guess Rudy used to to walk around with a big old A&W sweater on. Well, A&W released a tweet yesterday. America, let's talk. Since 1863, Rudy the Great Root Bear, ah, oh, Root Bear, get it? <laughs> Fucking terrible. Don't try it, comedy, please. Uh, the Great Root Bear. You know what? Whoever named him, I get to fucking meet and savagely beat. That's horrendously gay. Has been our beloved spokesbear. We knew people would notice because he's literally a six-foot-tall bear wearing an orange sweater, but now we get it. Even a mascot's lack of pants can be polarizing. Therefore, we've decided that Rocky will, Rudy will wear jeans going forward. Not to worry, though. He will remain our official spokesbear. After all... He is unbearably cute and impossible to replace. We are confident that Rudy continued to champion good food times for many years to come. <sighs> you guys are going to whip me, watch me, uh, or listen to me. Uh, send a tweet. Let's see. Uh, at A and W. Wait, hold on. First of all, cancel. Just delete that. Uh, Search A and A and W. There we go. Give me the blue check mark. There we go. There's the actual tweet. Now it's time for me to comment. Um, I think that you are all idiots for doing this. 
It's a fake bear. And by the way, your root beer tastes Taste like whale piss. Tweet. There you go. By the way, uh, very, very, uh, in this tweet right here, and I'll probably retweet them later because I don't have much to do today. Um, we decided that Rudy will wear jeans moving forward. Well, why not a dress? Why not a skirt? Why, 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 why not, why not an elegant evening gown? After all, he, oh, so we've gendered the bear. That's lovely. I guess female bears don't matter, do they? Christopher says, oh, come on. They missed the most obvious pun of all time, but hit the shitty ones instead. It's a polar bear rising. <laughs> it's polar bear rising, for fuck's sake. I mean, we have companies now that are falling by the wayside just so they don't upset less than 1% of the population. Did anybody come? Wait a second here. Hold on. So the bear has a, a, a sweatshirt on and a hat. Okay, bears don't wear sweatshirts and hats. That's what makes us cute and funny. Blah, 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 blah. And anybody who brings up Donald Duck, fuck that. We ain't going to talk about that shit. Donald Duck don't wear no damn pants. You know why? Because ducks don't wear pants. And neither do bears. How come the bear doesn't have shoes on, goddammit? Are bears not worthy of wearing shoes? Oh, I could go all day on this. You want to go down this politically correct road? Well, I will fuck you in the pooper on this one. He's six foot tall. What do you have against short bears? Hmm? How dare you say anything about bears that have problems growing tall? Uh, let's see. Um, what else can I say? Uh, it's unbearably cute and impossible to replace. Oh, really? You couldn't replace him? He's irreplaceable? So if there was a female bear, you wouldn't be able to replace him because men are so much more important than, than females, even in the bear world. Continue to champion for good food and good times. Well, well, what if I, what if I can't eat food? What if I only go there for your shitty root beer? Am I allowed to go there? Because you say he's a champion for food and good times. Didn't say anything about root beer. Because I guarantee I can't get a fucking Dr. Pepper there, which is a far superior drink. And to all of you servers out there, now look here, look here. Ask family, need you to help me out. Because, see, I'm, I'm going to start carrying that big Bowie knife with me. And that, that's just going to lead to no good. Y'all have kids. Okay, maybe they're not old enough to work yet. 
But I want you to sit your kids down tonight at dinner table. Okay, I want you to look at them. Go, kids, some of you are going to end up being servers at restaurants. Maybe you're going to work at a, a fast food place like McDonald's or something like that. There's one thing that we have to teach you, and it's the only thing that you ever have to know. If someone ever orders a Dr. Pepper and your place of business, whatever shithole doesn't carry Dr. Pepper, um, if they don't carry Dr. Pepper, never under any circumstance, any time ever, offer them root beer instead. Because Dr. Pepper and root beer are nowhere in the same fucking ballpark. Does this male bear have a cervix? Is, is he a transmasculine bear? Oh, Black Bear Diner, that's got to go. That's got, uh, my friends, come on. What about the Brown Bear Diner? The Polar Bear Diner? I mean, I mean, we're, we're, we're going to focus on the Black Bear, really? If they offer you Mr. Pibb, uh, DDT them. Now, look here. I'll say this. Look, I can taste the difference. I know the difference between Dr. Pepper and Mr. Pibb. There's a lot of people who don't. The difference is Mr. Pibb's a lot sweeter, and it's it, it, it's, it doesn't taste as it's uh, – it, it tastes like a, a Dr. Pepper that's got too much uh, CO2 in, and it's sweeter. That, that's what Mr. Pibb tastes like. That's the best way to describe it. But don't ever – under any circumstance, offer root beer instead because you're either going to get me to say congratulations, which I have done to a waiter or waitress, or now that I got my Bowie knife with me, I'm going to have to cut you. Now, it's not going to be a deadly cut. I'm just going to probably right across the cheek because that's the stupidest thing that's ever been said. Oh, yeah, excuse me, y'all got Dr. Pepper? No, we have root beer. Nuh-uh. No, I'm not taking it anymore. Mr. Pibb tastes like toxic masculinity. If they offer you a tab, just burn the place down. Doctor is gender neutral. You're damn right it is. No talk back when Jen went on with her. No, uh-uh. I hate this world so much. I truly do. This world has gone. We, we, we have to issue statements about bears now. Cartoon bears. We've taken away cartoon bears and candies because Americans couldn't handle it. Hey, Russia. Russia, why didn't the fuck did you invade the Ukraine? Ukraine, those people are tough and they stand up for themselves because they got to live in Ukraine. If you wanted to invade anybody, you should have came to America. And it would have been easy for you. Skip Alaska because you got too many felons up there. Russia could have taken over easy. And I'm going to give you the game plan. So what happens is they attack and they hit Seattle and Washington first. Okay, They get all those nimble fucks up there. and Most of them will transfer to communism anyway. Then you got Portland next. Hello, communism. They're going to welcome you. Now you got a little bit of a fight on your hand for a while. 
because you got Northern California. Northern California is the only hope that California has, and Southern California is draining that resource on a daily basis. So when Southern California decides to join up with the commies and fight Northern Northern California, it'll be over for Northern California. So now they can move into to states like they're going to stay away from Idaho because, well, nobody wants to fuck with Idaho. But you see, they got a stronghold on our West Coast. They'll get into Nevada. All they got to do is go into the southern part of Nevada, and Nevada will fight them tooth and nail. But Nevada will eventually fall. You got Utah. They're all on bicycles. They're going to lose quickly. Colorado, they're all high as fuck. They're going to get taken over. By the time Colorado gets taken over, they're going to they're gonna move back. And that's when they're going to take on those tough states like Idaho and Wyoming and Montana. Because by then, they'll have enough of, 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 of a stranglehold on America. Idaho is going to be one of their toughest battles. And you see, then, once they get that northern route, then they're going to start coming south. Okay, they're, they're going to go down each and every one. Nebraska, all you farmers out there, you're going to be outnumbered. Sorry. Kansas, done. Oklahoma, you're going to put up a good fight. And they might stop before they get to Oklahoma because they realize they're too close. So they're going to venture off into maybe Missouri, Iowa, hopefully get up into Minnesota and Michigan, Wisconsin. Because I will tell you, the fight of their life will begin once they decide to fuck around and find out. When they go for the South, because the South will be paying attention to this because we can shoot people then and not get in trouble for it. Oh, you're goddamn right it's on. And I don't know what wave of people we send in first. We'll send in the Oklahoma, and I agree, Arise, Oklahoma will fight. And that's why they stop before they get to Oklahoma. I say we send in the crazy Cajuns first. We, 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 we get all Louisiana and we throw them at the fight. Now, Louisiana is probably going to get at least four, four states back for us. Okay, so they're down on their thing. Then we're going to throw in all the cousin fuckers from Arkansas. And Arkansas is going to handle their business. Now, here's where it's going to get nasty. People that have no desire or will to live, they're from two states, Alabama and Mississippi. And if you dare invade us in the fall and ruin Alabama's football season, those crazy fuckers will kill you. So now we've pushed back and we've drained back some of America. And we've decided, well, all right, we're going to send in Kentucky. Nothing but Molotov cocktails filled with whiskey. We're going to send in Tennessee, and they're going to play new country music for everybody, and that's going to drive the Russians crazy. Then goes in Oklahoma, and they start to really feel some pain. And then it's a race between Florida and Texas. Because once you send Florida and Texas in to fight this war, now see, if the Russians were smart, they would go invade the East Coast then while Texas is busy. Because what we're going to do is we're going to fight them all the way back. We're going to take back the entire country when Florida and Texas get involved. 
And then we're going to go overseas and we're going to start taking over parts of Russia. That's what I see happening. That would be the ultimate war right there. Yep, should have gone right into San Francisco, take Berkeley in five minutes, but Fresno would fuck up his shit. We don't fuck around. Everyone's got guns here. Agreed. He should never have gone to the Ukraine. Yeah, you fucked up, man. And Ukraine ain't, well, they got all the money that we send them and all that fucking crypto money that's been laundered. They got that money, but we got real money here. Hangtown Mike says, fuck around and find out in Chicago, uh, Illinois. It may fall, but Chicago has the firepower to survive. Oh, see, that's what I'm relying on. See, I haven't even gone to the East Coast yet. I've stopped with Florida. So we've started to take over parts of Russia. Now, I've left out parts of, uh, of the South here. So let's say the Russians are smart and they invade in, in like, you know, you ain't going to fuck around in Delaware because that's where them boys are from, Briscoe's, tonight, AEW. But Joe Biden's also from there, so that's going to be a fallover state. Sorry there. Um, uh, the New England, all that kind of stuff, all those wacky liberals, you're going to get a good fight from all the mix in Boston, I, I, I think, personally. But once you start to work your way down to New York and you get in with all those liberals – and you pay off the mob in New Jersey, and they'll be on your side. And then it keeps going down, Pennsylvania. I mean, this fucking guy, this guy already looks like a fucking Ruski, for God's sakes. I I do support fracking, and I don't, I don't, I support fracking, and I stand, and I do support fracking. See, that's Russian right there. He's speaking code to somebody. And see, then they're gonna find then they're gonna find out. Wait a second, we didn't send the most god awful people to fight yet. And I'm gonna tell you who those people are. And I love those people more than anything in this world. Um, real quick, and this is their song. And and I guarantee you, when when the Ruskies are starting to feel, or whoever invades us are starting to feel good about themselves. Let me warn y'all something real quick. When you hear this song played on the battlefield. Almost heaven, West Virginia. Run. Absolutely run. Because those crazy fucks from West Virginia are going, look, look here. They're going to impregnate your daughters, your cats, your chickens, whatever kind of fucking plant life you got, they're going to jerk off in there. And they will create meth out of anything they have. I fear the people of West Virginia. And this is a Texan saying that. We throw West Virginia in there. That's like the nuclear bomb. When we have the, I, I'm, I'm just on a great tangent right now. And that's why I haven't ended anything. Um, when we sign the next Geneva Convention, there will be a clause in that convention's papers that says the people of West Virginia cannot be used to fight ever again. Yep, West Virginia. They might not know karate, but they know crazy. Whew. I mean to tell you. And we haven't even gotten to the Carolinas yet. 
Virginia, Georgia. Once again, you throw off college football season, you got a whole bunch of mad people. Barefoot, toothless, no fears or cares. Yep, that is that, that should be the welcome sign in West Virginia. Oh, and our senators spent a million dollars on a week's worth of meals. Uh, that is going to do it for us today. That was a legendary rant that I just went on there. That was fun. Uh, I will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel tomorrow. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy and I will pick the conference championship games. We got other sports news that we got to talk about. Uh, as well, uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day. And adios, everybody. Our love is unconditional. We knew it from the start. I see it in your eyes You can feel it from my heart From here on after Let's stay the way we are right now And share all the love and laughter That a lifetime will allow I cross my heart and promise to give all I've got to give to make all your dreams come true in all the world you'll never find a love as true as mine my life complete and as long as there's a breath in me I'll make yours just as sweet as we look into the future it's as far as we can see so let's make each tomorrow be the best that it can be Cross my heart and promise to give all I've got to give to make all your dreams come true. In all the world, you'll never find a love as true as mine. And if It starts to storm You've got the promise of my love To keep you Oh
is outside waiting to arrest him.